93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Steve sent me a picture this morning of a, a Reddit thread, and it all started from a a picture of a receipt from CVS for a four dollar bill, four dollar purchase, four dollar purchase, <laughs> and Kathy, the receipt. Is like six feet long. Oh, what? yes, they have the longest receipts at CVS. You know, is it? I think there's coupons at the end of it. Yes, they that's always what it is. print out coupons. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's obnoxious. I hate receipts. My wife collects receipts for everything. Buy a pack of gum, keeps a receipt. What? Whatever. For, what? it is. for we might need the whatever. I... And and there have been occasions. Where where it has been a good thing, and then yeah, and you're like, yes, that's why I keep them totally for the and one time. She throws time. it back at me. I know. I'll just if I see receipts laying around and she's not around, I'll you take a fistful of them and I just throw them. <laughs> away. Oh, it's, it's, it's garbage. Oh, it's it's garbage. Anything that you're going to need to contend or contest, I should say, mm-hmm. you can do at the credit card level. If mm-hmm. you, you right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's cash. not always. So the reason I keep receipts, and I used to keep them like that too, Preston. I don't anymore, but <laughs> is for my returns. Casey's looking at his receipts right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, at? no, a lot of ATM receipts, but this one is for, uh, that was a couple of days. You know, I collect these receipts when I buy things for work, and I never expense them. Yeah, so me anybody, too. If anybody wants to expense uh, $44 worth of stuff that I got for Alex <laughs> from Fox. Alex, Ali, oh, yeah. for the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Valentine's Day gift. I spent more on her than I did my own wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kathy, I'm the same way. I, I would keep them all for tax purposes, but I, I, I use my credit card. My I use one credit card almost exclusively for everything now. Yeah, and so you have I it get, all there. I get an annual report of how I spend the money, where I spend it, and it, it's a city card, and so I, it eliminates receipts. And my New Year's resolution this year, bring home fewer paper receipts because okay. I, I was like your wife, and you guys know my dad. He would hi- hang on to receipts. I'm not exaggerating. For twenty years, hey, Nikki, where's that receipt? Yeah. <laughs> we we did ha- we used to have a jar, a receipt jar, yeah. it's like a big cookie jar, and you just it made it easy. You just throw them in there, no. but I don't know what throw we them out. The you throw them out. I throw them away, especially ones like this or like from uh, Costco. Or the other uh, culprits, they give you 14-foot receipts. Yeah, but Costco's is long because usually you buy a lot. You, buy yeah. a lot. Yeah. you guys uh, do the email receipt? To, uh, Sometimes. Yeah, I do email. Sometimes. email receipts are fine. Yeah. Yeah. They give the option? Absolutely. I do it for uh, REI. It makes it really easy. And Dick's yeah, uh, Dick's does, offers yeah. you that. Yeah. Massage parlors. Right. Picking yeah. no. um, <laughs> a Dick's. So, Kathy, you mentioned couponing at CVS. And uh, I worked at CVS for a little while. People take couponing at CVS <laughs> they go really crazy. seriously. Crazy. And, and they'll bring in, and, and when I wor- would work there, on weekends, on Sundays, people would come in and because that's when the manufacturer coupons would come out and they'd yeah. be in the newspaper, they would come in and have, say, $100 worth of stuff. Their total bill would end up being 2 or $3. Oh, yeah. Because and they, it would be the extreme couponers. So, and people will, those extreme couponers will, uh, they're proud of it and they will post a picture of everything that they've purchased with their receipt and how much they paid for it. Okay. So, I actually, I knew somebody who did this and she actually, the way she would work it, CVS would have to refund her money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do it and get money back. Yeah. She's basically getting a salary from CVS. So, she would, no, it wasn't a salary but it was like i mean it was a, it was a win for her because she would get a ton of stuff and they would on some sort of rebate they'd owe her like four dollars i'd rather you... sit in the, in the garage with the car running yeah. and then <laughs> then go then do all that coupon clipping and expiration dates and then they're the people like as depicted in the goldbergs 
Beverly Goldberg will take a, a coupon from five years ago. And right. see oh, if it's good. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get yeah. it. I'll yeah. get it. That, that's, that's her holy grail. That's her big thing, her achievement. Listen, well, I love uh, I love getting, you know, a percentage off and using a coupon, but I'm not going to sit down like that and and With your little on. envelopes you, and your little, this is for that. Listen, the girl that I know that did it, I mean, she would take Sunday and she would, it would take her all day Sunday to, to map it all out so that when she went to the store, she knew what she was going to get. She knew which coupons were going to work. Did and she live by herself? No, she didn't. And she, she has two kids. No, she okay. has two kids. I don't know what the kids do on Sundays. They never have. They don't. They don't know either. <laughs> I, I watch. I've watched the extreme couponing shows a couple of times, yeah. and and uh, for the most part, you're buying a bunch of crap. You're buying a bunch of stuff that you really don't know if you're even going to use. It's like shampoo. Yeah, yeah. You can resell that stuff, though, However, I did see one time where it made sense. Uh, It was a, uh, it was like a home for boys and uh, this woman's job was to, no. (laughs) No, dude, stop. How much? Talking about coupons. It was for, like, troubled youth. Yeah? I'm still on board. I'm sorry. Like, making it worse. They right. have issues, correct? Uh, but anyhow, they, they don't have a father figure. Keep talking. They they had to you know fill the pantry for this. Yes. Uh, for, for this oh, there team. you go. So and they had to, they had a, a very tight budget and uh, and the, the extreme couponer came in and boom just got them you know tons of stuff for a handful yeah. of dollars. Send that yeah. link to Connor Barwin. Okay. Yes, I will. Uh, but anyhow, uh, so yeah, uh, CVS apparently and and Steve uh, th- Marissa sent me a follow up to that that the CEO had said like a year or two ago that they were going to. They were going to transfer over to uh, digital uh, digital receipts or something yeah. like that, Marissa? Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel uh, despises the receipts, and he's been on a platform trying to get them to stop. And then, I think it was 2016, I found the video. The president of CVS came on and announced that they were going to, over like a year or so, stop the long receipts, And but that's been two years. Okay. But you know what but you're you dealing what with? You're, you're dealing with also... You know, I, I, where, where are your fleet enemas? You know, and you're, so you, you have people who are not who are still person. analog as opposed to yeah. Yeah. I'll just use my iPad. So it, it, maybe it's going to be a little bit longer before they completely switch. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. I always have like the two dollar coupon just hanging on my fridge, and while never I'm standing, use it. while I'm standing at CVS, <laughs> it's like the gift cards. Yes. While I'm standing at CVS, I think, yeah, <sighs> there's a two dollar <laughs> thing hanging right in my fridge. All right. By the way, uh, a pet peeve me personally when people say coupon, yeah, as opposed to coupon. Do you say Cupid or Cupid? I say Cupid. I okay. say Cupid. But coupon. Coupon. And yeah, uh, but I, gonna, I rank that with the same people who say nuclear. You're going to hear it from people who think it is coupon. Yeah. I'm telling you. Right, it's right, one you, or the other. It's like caramel or caramel. People are going to be mad at you mm-hmm. for saying it in my saying estimation. Saying coupon? Yes. Also, for swearing your allegiance to oh. ISIS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're saying they're one and the same? They're one and the same. People who say coupons. Coupons and uh, followers of ISIS. Nuclear. Nuclear. And <laughs> nuclear. Uh, in uh, tandem with this. It's tandem. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you can't even talk. <laughs> Kathy sent me a story, and it's uh, courtesy of 6ABC. They did an investigation, and it was stores that offer bogus bargains. So, oh. so we've talked about this before, sales and whether or not they're legit or not. You know right. what I mean? What about like, all right, so. Was it bogus bargains with Burt Burfel? Uh, <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for is uh, the 10 for 10, uh, 10 items for $10. I always feel like I'm getting a bargain there. I don't know if that's on that. I, I automatically, Preston, I think you and I are probably pretty much in sync on this. Listen, if there's an obvious sale or something right there. We'll take advantage of it, but I'm not going to go 
Well, that's the thing. Crazy hunting for it. It's like those, what they're saying is like the buy one, get 50% off where you think, you know, they create immediacy. Like you need to get that deal before it's over when in reality, that deal, if you added it up, buy one, get one 50% off is not that great. And you can probably get that product for the same price, maybe even cheaper uh, elsewhere. I'll tell you where I I will do the due diligence. Do do the due diligence uh, is when I'm shopping online and I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I go to my sites where I compare yes, them to different sites. Compare them, yeah. And also for me, I'm 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 in your camp, Kathy. Free shipping has to be there. Has to be free shipping has to be. By the way, before I move on to this this part, I, w- I would like Marissa to do a Twitter poll: uh, Q dash pond or C O O dash pond coupon or coupon. Okay, <laughs> let's people have people are going wait crazy because the texts are coming in. I'm not married to one one or the other. It's, it's, like, it's like water it's and water. Why it's... don't you just, if you can, the interns, call up the dictionary mm-hmm. phonetic uh, uh, pronunciation of the word. But I'd like to see what the public thinks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, so if you could put that uh, that Twitter poll up, that would be awesome. All right, so a nearly year-long test has found potentially disturbing po- pricing policies at more than a dozen national retailers. It was Checkbook Magazine that did this, so a year-long test. They looked into it. Uh, they found that too often sale prices aren't offering you special savings at all. Instead, they're creating a bogus sense of urgency to buy. This is what Kathy just said. Uh, so Kathy's our newswoman, by the way. <laughs> over the course of 10 months, Checkbook Magazine's undercover shoppers tracked prices of select items available for at least five weeks at 19 major retailers. And they, that, that particular issue, Preston, you could get for $10. They found <laughs> in most cases that the advertised sale price was actually the routine price, uh-huh. the one the store charges more than half the time. So here, here are the worst offenders. Here are the, here are the, the stores that do it most often. Okay. And this is an investigative report, so I'm just reporting the facts here, folks, hope from, my girl's from this not report. On there. <laughs> uh, you hope your girl's not on there? Yeah. All right. My girl Target. JCPenney, uh, Kmart, Kohl's. I like Kohl's. Kohl's Kohl's has a great return policy. The the first two you mentioned, uh, the ones that I went to, JCPenney and Kmart, are both closed. I went to the Kmart in uh, Devon and the JCPenney in the King of Prussia Mall. Neither neither one of them is there anymore. Well, there's still uh, Kmarts. Yeah, but uh, a couple of them, not many. No pennies, right? Uh, Uh, There's still some sort. Absolutely. There's still some JCPenney's. Uh, so Cole's Macy's, they're fizzling out. Huh. And Macy's I, I has, love Macy's too. But they have they claim to have I mean they have deals all the time or so they say they do. <laughs> but they do call them pretend deals in the ads. Oh yeah. so they're covered legally. <laughs> Come and participate in this <laughs> pretend, pretend deal. deal. Uh Neiman Marcus. Wow. What? <laughs> Which is odd because I didn't even think they had like yeah, a sale a section. Higher end store. That's where I get on my discount to a caviar. They have a piano player for crying out loud. Do they? <laughs> I was at Lord and Taylor yesterday and in the ups- upstairs level that's supposed to be the happening cosmetics level, they had a DJ. Wait, Steve, you were in the King of Rush Mall? No, I was in the, this one over here. Oh. <laughs> How did we miss each other? <laughs> uh, what, what's this called, by the way? The shopping center up here that has a Neiman Marcus? Uh-huh. No, no, no. The that's shopping Lord center? and Taylor, you mean? Oh, that's Lord and Taylor. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Lord and Taylor right over here. It's yeah. like a I block away. You, you said Neiman Marcus. Did I? Well, he said Lord and Oh, you said Lord and Taylor. Yeah. I heard Neiman Marcus. Is it Marcus. coupon or coupon? It's, it's coupon. coupon. Um, it's coupon. Yeah, but so they had this, this anyway, DJ. This DJ's playing, and then I turn around, and this woman, I swear to God, like, older woman, all way overly made up, goes, are you interested in cosmetics today? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus, where am I? <laughs> are you interested in cosmetics today? <laughs> Did you engage at all? Said, no, I'm not. Where's the Godiva chocolate? I'm looking for the Godiva, dude. If you take this elevator... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, some of those cosmetics girls can be a little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, also, besides uh, Nima Marcus, Sears is on the list of Check Magazine. That's where America shops. I know. Listen, it's... other than Neiman Marcus, it seems like all of the department stores that are struggling. Yeah. It does sound like that. You're right. You're right, Kathy. Except for Kohl's. I don't think Kohl's is having yeah. any issues. I love department stores. I don't mind them. Kohl's <laughs> is always giving you cash. Like that's that's the big thing is you, you save four thousand dollars in Kohl's cash today. <laughs> yeah, you go there and you spend some money, and then they're like, "Here's a gigantic coupon for you uh, for the next time you come back." In, in Kohl's, I'm mm-hmm. a Kohl's. Uh, I'm sure my wife is a Kohl's billionaire. Yeah, I go to Kohl's like uh, twice a year and buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I get Kohl's. Like, I, I don't go in and dabble and browse and pick one or two things. I like go get a whole the, new deal. They're restructuring <laughs> their department stores, though. They're, 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 some of the things that they have... Oh, they better not touch that Mark Anthony collection. Man. No, they're, <laughs> no. <laughs> they're going, they're going more, more straight clothing. Oh, really? So you, you oh, won't really? be able to go, 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 go tube socks and a toaster. They're going to take out some of that stuff. Really? Uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, their, their kitchenware section is pretty good. I, I like, like it, it but yeah. the the, uh, the understanding is they're, they're going more uh, apparel. We got all our, our plates and uh, all our flatware from mm-hmm. them. Yeah, we got, our, got um, some pretty badass luggage a few years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got... Oh, actually, dude, if you want to get great luggage, go to like Marshall's. I knew he was going to say that. I Because you know I'm right, right? <laughs> you know I'm right, right? I Are they the same company? Yeah. Coles uh, and Marshall's? I do not know. No, no, Marshall's and Ross. Marshall's. No, TJ Maxx. Marshalls and uh, no, 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 no. Are you a Maxinista or a uh, Marshallite or a Rossinista? A Rossinista. <laughs> Dude, I'm a, great I'm a Shane Circus World of Values Nista. By the way, Steve, I mean, I got I got a, a cat, one of those little cat uh, jungle gyms. Yeah, they're usually like 250 bucks. Oh yeah, got a home goods for less than 100 bucks. I'm going to give it to you because my cat doesn't use it. Really? Well, that's why I won't buy it. I so badly want to get one. I need it because my cat Kathy. and dog hate each other, and I needed my cat to have a safe spot to go and to. And she won't go on it. Our no. cats use every one of them. You, you will get but listen, one. Listen, I have a little one, and they don't use it. So I'm like, no, are they need, really going to use the big one? You need to have one where they can get up Climb and get up. some. Yes. Right, okay. yeah. That's I'll a whole other story. Yeah. When you get something your pet and they don't use it, you're like, ah! Listen, listen. I, I got this. It's like your children. I, you have no idea what it's like in other houses. If I were to get my cats a little motorized car within seconds, you'd <laughs> they'd be in the neighborhood. They use around. everything. I have a dog bed that the cat uses, right? <laughs> cat bed that the dog uses? The cat, cat bed that the dog uses. My The cat jungle gym right now has all of my laundry on it. <laughs> but enough, enough of this hooey. Wait, let me just tell you real quick. I got this wave for the cat and it has like rug on one side and then like... Oh, I have that. Yeah. Like burlap or something on the on other. On the other like, side, gotcha. they don't even go near... I, I was down on the floor yesterday scratching it to show them that there's supposed to scratch that and not my rug. So I'm down on the floor scratching at it. Look at me. Look. Look, guys. I have some things to recommend to you that'll help you with that. All right. right, Anyhow, so besides the the list that I gave you, the ones that that Pretty much say there's a uh, they're having a sale when it's their general prices all the time. Uh, coming in second, they're followed by Banana Republic. Uh, uh-huh. Wait, Banana do, claims they're having deals and they're not. It, 
They yeah. have they have not a bait and switch, but they're, they're, no. the sales that they're they're touting are actually more often than not the regular price. Yeah, the right. advertised okay. sale price is actually the routine price. Okay, uh, okay so they're, they're, they're doing Preston to what Ka- what you said earlier, Kathy. They create a sense of urgency that brings people into yeah. the store. There you go. So Banana Republic, these are these are the less uh, severe offenders. Uh, Banana Republic, Best Buy, Bloomingdale's, Gap, Home Depot, Lowe's, Nordstrom. Office Depot, Office Max, Walmart. That's according to the study that was Listen, done. Uh, Gap, I shop there for Jace. I love the, the kids' clothes there, and they'll put stuff on the sale rack. And I'm, and so you think, okay, yeah. it's on sale. It's like thirty four ninety nine is the is the actual price, and it's on sale for like thirty two ninety nine. Gap, I'll tell you, are all the same company. They are, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. I'll tell you where you'll find um, a little bit of this going on is if you go to outlets, uh, uh, you know, outlet, um, for example, out in uh, uh, Lancaster, you have to make sure the store that you're in is an, is a legitimate outlet store because a lot of times they'll just pop regular stores in those outlet. Oh, yeah, really? there's, there's a difference between outlet mall and right. outlet store or outlet I, I forgot. Like legitimate outlet offers yeah. like overstock at reduced prices. Yes. Factory, factory outlets. outlets. Factory outlets, yes, yeah. exactly. By the way, I've noticed... That every single rug store in America is going out of business. <laughs> Why All is that? the time. Because rugs are... There's, there's a store that's so, been going out of business so for yesterday. 12 years yeah. off of 309. There, there was seen. a place on, on, on <laughs> Lancaster uh, Avenue that was a a, a fitness store that's been, that for a while was going out of business for 15 years. <laughs> yes. And, and I actually bought something from because you're going to get a great deal here. Sure. They got to get rid of the inventory. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, a complete non sequitur, but it, may, it reminded me there was a rug store in Wayne that actually did go out of business. It's now a mattress firm. And I, I, I have to ask this question because it's been bugging me for weeks. They have a, a, a person outside of the mattress firm in, in a inflatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a person inside of that or not? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It Does it like move it. around? It moves back and forth, but it stands so still. And my girlfriend insists that there's a person in there, and I'm fairly <laughs> certain. Go tackle it. I really want yeah. to tackle it. Mary, Mary, a dead where, person. Where, where is this? Right on Route 30 in Wayne. It's a mattress firm. They're not there every day, but the, there is definitely an inflatable thing attached to it. I just can't tell if there's a person inside. <laughs> I'm not, and it's really bugging me. Uh, is it an actual? Inf- does it look like an inflated uniform it's, it's or something? It's not like a uh, wacky waving inflatable yeah. arm flailing two man. It's just this mattress firm. I know what you're talking about. Cartoon looking character. Okay, and she says there's a person in there, and I say that there isn't. All right, so, someone so has to know. She's thinking it's maybe like one of those inflatable dinosaurs you see people walking around in. Yeah. Okay, and that there's a guy in there waving. Okay, and, but I think it's just all automated. And she maybe she's right and maybe I'm wrong. I just, and you're I, thinking because it moves so slow yes. that it just might be mechanical. Yes. And she thinks there's a human being right. in there. And she, and, and if she's right, I owe her dinner. Sounds, right. sounds like Mo- a person's in it to me. Yeah, but please I, please she, let us know if you're aware of what is traipsing around in front of this mattress. For Listen, sure. I'm probably wrong and she's probably right. I just I just need to know. There's a text that says there's a person in those. Really? But I don't know. We'll have okay. to wait and see if somebody knows for sure. Uh, so, But here, here are the stores that, that you will find. Sale prices do offer special savings. All right, do tell. This is on the plus side, and there's only two of them. (laughs) Only two of them? But you'll love it. Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh. That's legit sale. And they offer sales all the time. They offer those coupons all the time. Yep. Whether you want them or not. Coupons. Coupons. Uh, (laughs) The the one over by you, Nick, closed down. Yeah, it sucks. And I uh, I, got... Are they going to reopen? I don't know, but I went in and I bought some some good... It appeared... You assume that it's good discounted prices. I bought my little my train set for well, Christmas. And when they when there are legit going out of uh, business sales, 
and they do want to get rid of everything. Yes. So you can get some, that's in the same shopping center as a uh, roasted shop. Right? Roasted shop is yeah, right yeah. there. But I heard uh, Steve that that might reopen. I don't know. All right, uh, they got stuff. a good home goods there. And then the other, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're all the same. What? Yeah, but no, what? The, no, the you home... shut your mouth yeah, over you, there. Yeah. <laughs> Careful, you... buddy. Don't ever say that again. The home goods in Radnor is nicer than the home goods in Lawrence Park. Each, each one is a, a unique unto the other? It yeah. sure is. And okay. some have improved, like the one in Bluebell is much better than it used to be. I, I, I apologize. I retract my former okay. statement. It and was here's intended with nothing but malice, and I am here to for... That's Sorry good. for the That's rest good. of my life. If you walk through Home Goods and you see something that you like, don't go back and get it later. No, get it right there. Home Goods is what now? Home Goods are awesome. Yeah. It's, what, uh, what are they? It's interior stuff for your for your house, okay. and uh, it's really cool, creative home uh, goods. Home goods, yeah. So they they <laughs> like do a have a section. barrel, sort of uh, similar, but okay. not as expensive. Crate okay. barrels. Stupid expensive. It's the same company that owns TJ Maxx and Marshalls, so it's, okay. it's all discounted. Do you know what I used to really like? You don't, you don't see them anymore. I don't see a lot of them. Restoration Hardware. Yeah, that's pricey too. Yeah, really? uh, there's one oh, at King Parsh Mall. There's one at mm-hmm. the uh, Philadelphia Outlets. They have a Restoration Hardware as well. Um, so anyhow, uh, Costco is the other place. Oh, okay, but Costco's already discounted to begin with. You, you believe when you go into Co- Costco be- because you're buying bulk sizes. You're getting a discount, correct? But, but the sales that they offer are, right. are legit. What I'd like to know about Costco and BJ's are it, it is like which one sounds like oral, <laughs> right? I know. I'm going to give you the best Costco of your life. <laughs> is the vacations that they offer? Yeah, are those worth a damn? They oh. are. I, I know a couple of people who have now. You you are restricted to whatever that time period is or whatever. So you got to kind of be a little fluid. Mm. But yeah, they, yeah, they get some good deals. Um, and I know uh, two people who have accessed those offers and uh, travel mostly to the Caribbean. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're very happy with the deal. Okay. Uh, let me go to these calls concerning Nick's question. Is there a person in that inflatable mattress on Route 30, you said? Yeah. All right. In uh, in Wayne. In Wayne. All right. So I got Steve on the line. Hey, Steve, how you doing? How you doing today, guys? Good. Steve, can you help us out? Well, uh, not about the one in Wayne, but there's one in uh, Deptford Mall in Jersey. And uh, my wife and I had the same argument constantly going by. She swears it was, uh, you know, just a blow-up thing. So I actually pulled over, and, it, yeah, he walked up to the truck. There's somebody in there. Okay. <laughs> Next <laughs> time, you know. Did you yeah, talk yeah. to him? No, no. He, they didn't. They, nobody said anything. But, like, I, I just told your guy, unless somebody's sitting there with a remote control to get, have him walk up to the truck, he literally walked Wait. up to the truck and waved it. But you never. But the thing waves on its own. How did you? But it, it, it said he said it walked up to his truck. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he walked away. I mean, well, that'd the, be a thing's good not, the thing's not a kill bot. I need verbal confirmation that there's a human being inside there. Thank so, you, though. I appreciate go it. Go to number two, line two. All right, I'll go to Jack. Hi, Jack. Good Sell morning. Him for less. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, Woo! man. What's up, Jack? Hey, I had uh, just like the last caller. I had the same conversation with my wife. <laughs> uh, not not about the one on me. But there's one on Baltimore Pike in Springfield, and this argument went on for a couple of months. And then my wife, <laughs> very unhappily, admitted that she saw somebody get out of the mattress. Okay, there you go. While driving. Down. Okay, so there, you, there you, there's your proof. Exited. Yeah, but Jack, doesn't it look like there could not be a person? In, I mean, like that's a possibility that there's not a person in there. Yes, there's a possibility, but it was great because I won the argument. Okay, I good. Right. <laughs> Don't they hire they hire uh, people in the country illegally, and they hold uh, deportation over them, 
And then they, uh, they, they're a lot of amputees, so they keep them stored in there. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. They appreciate no, no. it. So, yeah, a lot of times these things, are the state-of-the-art stuff looks pretty impressive. Nick, you might think it was a robot. Right. I would love to hear that argument, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a person in there. Yeah. No, it isn't. It's, I, look, the thing's mechanical. Yeah. Does, is that how it goes? Pretty much. All and right. then we would walk past it, and, I, I'm, I, and she's like, you don't, you're not allowed to go up to it. Don't go tackle it. And I, all I wanted to do was go tackle it, but I... <laughs> You can go talk to it. Find out. To it. Yeah, he's not a beef eater. Yeah, there's no tack- you don't have- Where did the tackle come yeah, from? Yeah, it well, doesn't uh, have to be violent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could just simply say, uh, is there someone in there? Before you uh, clothesline him. Ball tap it. Uh, Casey's all about the ball tap <laughs> I'm today. all about the ball tap. Uh, by the way, the according to this study that was done, the retailers named as the worst offenders say that they stand by their sale policies, uh, with many telling them that the uh, sales comply with applicable pricing and advertising law. So nobody's breaking the law. No. Nobody's breaking the law at all. Uh, they believe the uh, the test failed to consider things like everyday low pricing, price match guarantees, and member pricing as well. Okay. So that's their way of saying eat a bag of D's. Uh, take, yes, exactly. <laughs> take that. Oh, wait a minute. What? What? Rick, what? Rick worked as an inflatable mascot. Right, we got to go. go to him. Hey, Rick, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, it's Nick. Hey, oh, Nick. Nick. What's hey, up, Nick. buddy? Where's Rick? Hey. I worked at a mattress firm during in like high school, and I, I was a like inflatable dancer. Okay, uh, this guy doesn't dance. He just stands still the whole time. Well, not like they're, they're supposed to be dancing. We're moving <laughs> around at least. So, okay, uh, we're looking at a mattress that has very stubby legs and um, very awkward arms. Is that what you were in, uh, Nick? Yeah, it's like a big white suit. Right. So, how did you dance in that? There's like a little fan in there, so you kind of just. Yeah, you move around. I mean, I was a, I was a mascot in high school, and you just kind of make do with what you got. How long? How long would you stay in there at a clip? Usually, it's like three hours or something. <laughs> and how much did you get paid? <laughs> Not much. It's like minimum wage or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anytime, anytime I see somebody wearing a mascot outfit, I say the same thing almost every time. I say, "You're really earning your money today." Yeah. Uh, and tough. usually because it's sweltering hot. Yeah. And uh, they're wearing a big helmet, you know. A big well, there's a fan in the head, but oh, the mascot. No, like yeah. a regular mascot. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, interesting stuff. So I uh, thought we would pass that along to you. We do need to take a break. We'll be back in a second. B file is coming up. Preston, Steve, and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, I had, I had a story that, uh, that keys off of uh, teachers, and I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, this is out of, where is this? Somewhere south. I think it's in the... Uh, is it Florida? No, it's North Carolina. Uh, yeah, a teacher at uh, Northeast Carolina Preparatory School in Tarboro, North Carolina, had apparently uh, punished uh, one of their students. By punish, I mean making them write a phrase over yes. and over and over and over again. A la Bart Simpson. Because he called her ma'am. Ma'am? Yes, ma'am. And she didn't like it. And uh and wow. so he had to write the word ma'am numerous times. Aww. Uh his teacher asked him to write it. He told his mother 
um, that uh, she had to that he had to return this with the parents' signature after he repeatedly called her the word despite being told not to do so. Okay, well, if she told him not to, then yeah, he completed his assignment during class hours, which made his mom worry that maybe it had interfered with some of school, you know, schoolwork. Yes, uh, according to uh, <clears throat> mom, uh, Mrs. Wilson, the teacher also told uh, the young boy that if he, uh, if she, or the girl, if she had something. Uh, she would have thrown it at him. I'm sorry, said to the boy. So she, if she would have had something, she would have thrown it at him. Uh, after the the mom signed the paper, she had uh, also had the boy write down the definition of ma'am, which is a term of respectful or polite address used for a woman, <laughs> according to Oxford Dictionaries. There's some people that hate being called ma'am, and my I hate it. My wife call, uses ma'am as a sign of respect when she's on the phone with someone asking for help. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Thank ma'am. You, ma'am. It you is, know. and and especially as you start to go south, you're going to find it is a respectful way to refer yeah. to people. Maybe she's younger and well, she that, doesn't want to feel old. Yeah, or that's something a, like that's that. how I see it. I see it as an older woman. So when somebody, I remember the first time somebody, uh, he was a kid, uh, probably a high school kid, called me ma'am, and I was like. I mean, I didn't tell him, don't call me that, but it made me feel old. It's not. Did he just say ma'am? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I never. <laughs> was it the word that set the teacher off, or was it the fact that the kid was repeating it over and I over? I don't know. Well, okay. it, had to be, it had to be the initial thing graded on her because right. she asked him to stop saying it. Yeah. But if he's used to saying it as a sign of respect right. to, yeah. you know, like somebody in an authoritative manner, like, then you just got to get that flag out of your butt and get over it. Right, Press? I would think so. Yeah, get the flag out of your butt. Yeah. Did I say that one day? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had forgotten. Uh, but we use uh, the word ma'am and sir in my house when you are being asked to do something or being told or reprimanded. Yes, sir. We, we get yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. And that's <clears throat> of my wife's tutelage. She makes sure that yeah. if, if my kids are talking to me in response of something where it's, you know, I'm being a parent and uh, th- they might say yes, and then she'll correct them to say yes, sir, to me, yeah. or yes, ma'am, to her. Wow. Listen, yeah. listen, I'm down with that. I think that's awesome. I, I, I was walking, I was hiking around the area, you know, uh, maybe on Friday, said hello to this this young feller, probably 13 or 14. Uh, uh, how, how are you? How's it going? Very well, sir. Yeah! 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kid, title. It's a kid, title. We're not this doing... kid walk along, you know, that you, you, come with me. I want to show other people what you just did because it was so good. It's a title you've earned. Yeah. I earned it! Now, listen, when I was in high school, <laughs> I got in similar trouble and had to write down, uh, actually on the chalkboard, I called my math teacher Dude. Oh. Um, but like father I, dude, not, no, no, I was a mister. Oh. Um, but I didn't even know what I had called him. Cause I, he was, you know, questioning about something. I was like, I don't know, dude. It's like uh blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what, what did you just call me? And I was like, I don't know. What did I just call you? I, I have no idea. Like, yeah. what, what did I just say? Uh, let me think about that ass hat. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> hey, here's a text that says, women should know better than to call other women, ma'am. I joke that they're traitors. Uh, and then she writes, it's well known that most women don't like it. What do you mean? How do you know that? Because the, maybe, that maybe amongst, survey she took. Yeah, exactly. Maybe amongst uh, a handful of your friends or something. But what do you mean most yeah, women? Yeah, but I, see, I would agree with that. 
But how do you know most women? Because anybody, I mean, anyone that I know, it's not like I took a survey, but anyone I know would agree. That it's got to be everyone. Yeah, and, and you know what? Here's the thing, too. I think it's, no, but I, th- I do, like you said, it's regional. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, or, that, or like I could see the, that. Kathy. In the South, yes, they do that. They're here, not as much. But, I, but I've, I've born and bred, you know, Northeast, and, and, and man to me was always a sign of respect. And I, I would say man. Or maybe an old, is it an older thing? Like it, you I know, don't know. Like it, I don't know. I just you keep uh, going back to old. No, um, the, 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 the standard people. thing would be pretty good, ma'am. Wouldst thou take us me? But here's yeah. the deal. I think it's all about intent. And if you yeah. hear someone saying it as a clearly as a sign of respect, yes. you should understand that well, they're just being polite. Yes, of course. I'm not going to get mad at them, but it doesn't make me like it. It's still right. I still I think it's don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't. My gosh darn bit. Working on my activities list. Oh God. Uh, no, I, I listen. And if it rings to your ear and you don't like it, you can simply say, "Oh, it's okay. You don't have to call me, ma'am, or I'll punch you in the throat." Yeah. yeah. I, uh, listen, as a, as a joke, when Bob Dodge is at my house, you. Call him, ma'am? No, I had all of my kids call him Mr. Dodge. (laughs) And it just got, and every single time they said it just got funnier and funnier. But, you know, listen, you're you're older and the kids are younger and there's a certain, like, uh, amount of respect that's supposed to be given. But it's also, it's, it's. Uh, it's the uh, the older person's, uh, whatever they want the kid to call them, that's what they call them. Right? You know what? I And I remember one time, this is before we started working here, and I uh, had run into Pierre on a few of occasions and knew him casually through the world of radio. And I think I had called him sir a couple of times. And yeah. I had gotten word back that he didn't like that. And I had done it as in, I will call even people younger than me, sir, like, thank you, sir. Yes. Hey, hey good to see you, sir. You know, and I, I do it, all the time. It's not me saying, you yes. know, sir, yes, sir. I respect. Yeah, 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 it's not that. Yes, sir. Will do, sir. It's uh, oh, do you well, write well, it? Thank you, sir. Good to see you, sir. Do you write it as well? Because sure. I will. I do all the time. And texts and, yes. and emails. Yep. And a thank you, kind sir. You know, it's just kind of a fun thing. Yes. Uh, but some people see it as uh, makes them feel old, maybe. Or, or but you, Kathy, now that you're 40, it's okay, right? <laughs> no, I can understand on, on some you. level. Like, for example, there are certain things that just like that, uh, that maybe. There's the implication that the per- the person needs to feel subordinate to you or not, whatever. Like when people open doors for me, it's just something that, that uh, you know, well, here the interns know a lot of times you don't need to open up the door for me. You're n- I'm not better than you, you yeah. know. Um, and so I can see just whatever people may have these things that great against them. But ma'am, again, on a basic level, has always been a term of respect. Well, another thing you just mentioned, like, um, you know, maybe Jace's friends calling me Miss Kathy or Mrs. Kathy. I don't like that either. I'm not offended by it, but just call me Kathy. Them, all right, yeah. So you you yeah. don't want to be Mrs. Uh, Romano? No, or? I don't need. No, I don't need to be. I, I think Kathy is fine. See, some see, people I, want that and some people don't. I, like, I, I, I see think that it's as adorable. a teacher. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, the uh, Our neighbor's uh, uh, kid is adorable. Horrible. Mr. Steve. Mr. Steve. Yeah. Mr. Steve. I, I, love, I love it. It's so cute. I wouldn't be offended if he called me Steve, but I think it's a it's a wonderful little additional thing. It's, I mean, growing up, my neighbor across the street, it was Joe, was yeah. the husband, and then Mrs. Snell, you know? so But then you go like uh, one, two, three doors down, and it was Kathy, and then Mr. Myers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's... I didn't make the call on that. Personal you know, preference. It, it, was, yeah. it was their personal preference. That's fine. Marissa? I am agreeing with you 100% on all of this, Kathy. I hate the ma'am. It makes you feel old. And then it's the miss that weirds me out. It's my sister-in-law's niece. So her brother's daughter. I, I love them all, but she calls me Miss Marissa. 
And I think that's so weird. It's I, like I feel like her teacher. Yeah. And then if she's like four now, like when does that stop? Will she call me Miss Marissa my entire life? Right. No, no, no. Now when you get older, you know it's what? a sign of respect. It's why, she, it's why she's wearing pigtails. Today. Yeah. yeah. She wants yeah. to feel younger. Guys. Excuse me, little old lady. <laughs> no, but like, and I came from a family where like Excuse my me, parents. My parents are Mr. and Mrs. Magnata, and mm-hmm. still, like, they are never Jim and Conrad's my friends. And even, like, in a relationship, I, I will always say Mr. and Mrs. and I'll never to, like, my boyfriend's parents, just because I never know what to call them. Um, but because to me, like, you always say Mr. and Mrs. Like, that's what it you is. You say but Mr. and Mrs. until they say, no, 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 call you don't have to me. Call call yeah, right. yeah, or but whatever. No, 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 me. stop seeing our son. We <laughs> <laughs> you know you about you. <laughs> but, yeah, the Miss and then the ma'am is just, no, please stop. What? No. Yes. No. Yes. It's, it's right, no. Well, it's the intent is to be respectful. respectful. Like, yeah. and, but yeah, if someone, what do you want your like wish? If, if, someone, if someone says to you, "I'd prefer you not do that," then you honor that respect. That you honor that wish. What do you However, prefer? You can't. You, the, I don't. I would never read it as a as an insulting thing. It's that's not. A, that's a way to. to it's, your, it's your own fault for being old. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, what's what's with not, you in that aging thing? It's not insulting. It's just. We just don't like it. And that's what you want, but uh, right, it's your personal preference. I don't think somebody saying it to me is insulting me. All right, okay. but what but do you want your like server? It. What do you okay. want your waiter or waitress to call you when when they go up? Sugar teas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young lady, maybe. Young, sorry, a lady. <laughs> oh my God, she has to see my ID. <laughs> now we're living in a family. Now, now you're getting wait, into wait, pandering. Wait, I haven't been <laughs> underage for. 38 years. Wait, let me tell you something that happened on Saturday. I have to tell you this. So I went out for, Preston, I went out for my birthday, and yeah. we went into the bar, and they were carting everyone as we were walking in. And me, I was with um, Elisa, you know, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. both 40. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, let's see if we get carted. So we walk up to him, and we stand there, and he goes, hi. And so we were like, do you want to see our ID? He goes, sure, if you want to hand it to me. <laughs> see, he did. Hey. I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Now, I asked, I asked this question and nobody answered. Okay. What do you want to be called okay. by somebody who doesn't know you? A, a waiter yes, or a waitress? That's a right. Cash, so, so, a cashier or something. Doesn't know your name. Someone Kathy. comes up who is provi- a service provider of any sort comes up to you. How do they address you initially? Hello? Mm-hmm. They just call you hello? Well, what do you mean? Why do they have... They don't know your name. Why do they have to address you as a... a... Good afternoon. Or if they're trying to get your attention. Yeah, excuse me, ma'am. Hey, you. Excuse me, ma'am. Sugar tea. Uh, I don't excuse know. Excuse me, lady. Lady? lady? No, 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 no. no, no, no. With Jerry Lewis. Lady! Hey, hi, hi, Can you do that with the reverb one? Just kidding. Lady! Do you want to see our ID? Uh, no! I don't know. I would never say. I would never say to somebody, "Excuse me, ma'am." I would just say, "Excuse me." Okay. Like, excuse me, you know, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how I, I guess just excuse me. Or Sometimes hello excuse or me, if, excuse me doesn't get a response. And then you have to say, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Excuse me, little old lady. Situations. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse little old me. woman. Gash. Marissa. It's excuse me, miss. Are you okay with miss? Yes. Kathy? Yeah. Miss. Excuse I'm okay me, miss. with miss. Why? Yeah. I don't know. It's just Why are we okay yes. with miss? That's, but that's. It's again. This all goes to the way it, your ear hears it, and it's mm-hmm. your right to be addressed the way you want to be addressed. Sure. Uh, no, th- you're right, though. I am. I would. I'm okay with Miss. Uh, let me get a couple calls. We get. We're gonna have to take a, a break here in a moment, but uh, I want to go to uh, a few other terms that have been used to interesting uh, consequences. I have Bill on the line. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Hey, 
Gadzooks. Gadzooks, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Go ahead. I can't oh understand God, a God. word you are saying, Bill. <laughs> what's going yeah, on? Yeah, try it again, Bill. Uh, move away from the uh, receiver a little bit. I, I came home one time uh, from work, and I was a little intoxicated, and I called my wife beer, and she pushed me in the chest and broke two of my ribs. I think you guys got bigger problems than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he called his wife Deer. He came home a little drunk, and he called her Deer, and she pushed him, and he broke two ribs. See, I, I don't can, mind I that. I can see how that went down. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't the deer that was the problem. Right, right. Yeah, Kathy. Right. So, so you might, you might, it might not. Excuse me, deer. Yeah, I'm okay with deer. You're okay with deer. Yeah. Now, but okay. there. However, wow. though, I think deer is far more volatile. Excuse me, deer. Well, you can, and, deer can be applied in a way that is very well, sarcastic. But so from can you like that, right? <laughs> Context, but, but so can ma'am. Context yeah. and tone, as in, uh, well, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Right, if, exactly. If you throw a little bit of that on there, mm-hmm. that means I think that's F- what this you. kid was doing. I think he was being yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, and I think that's why the teacher made him do what uh, what mm-hmm. she did. Okay. See, I would use sweetheart in that. Like, sweetheart to me is... Uh, to your I'm, teacher? No, no, no. To anybody. Oh. I'm, I'm talking down to Sure you. thing, sweetheart. Sure oh, thing, yeah. sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You got it. sweetie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that can be used wonderfully as well. Sure. If you, if you do... There was, there was a drive-thru I used to go to when I lived over in Bluebell McDonald's, and the, the gal that worked there would call me sweetheart, and it would make my day. I'm like, that was really nice. Or honey. Yeah. How you doing, hun? Uh, Jules downstairs. Oh yeah, baby. Uh, she uses baby. Yeah, all the time. I'm I like, love that's it. great. Yeah. Man. I love that it. Just makes <laughs> you feel good. Here you go, not baby. Your baby. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I want has become sort of insulting uh, that I don't think used to be is toots. 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 Toots yeah. was always sort of a, an informal. <laughs> yeah. Did you say becoming insulting? Or I think that it used to be a little more endearing. And when I, uh, thirty, forty years okay, ago, right. and, and I'm not talking about yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, at this point, is people don't really care for it. <laughs> it's been so long since I've even heard the word toots, toots, toots yeah. uttered. It toots. But I can't even have an opinion on that. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to have time to go to these calls. We have some uh, uh, guests coming up. But here's a few that uh, Dave got called boss at Home Depot. He didn't like that. Uh, somebody that at a frat party called someone squire and started a massive brawl. <laughs> squire? Squire. Squ- right. I- I'll tell I you what I don't it. like is chief. Mm. Yo, chief. Uh, Yo, you chief. know, Nick- chief is, a, is too informal for the guy at Home Depot to call me. Nick Murphy hates all of the um, the basic bro things. He hates yeah. being called big guy. Yeah. You know, boss. <laughs> bro. Uh, bro. He hates bro. all of that stuff. Yeah. There's, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little bit I can... It's also meant... In the way that it's imparted, I can, you know, laugh, laugh it off or, or just dismiss it. But, um, you know, there, there are certain, certain encounters where I don't think it's appropriate. Yep. And it's just, you know... Yeah, you have to you have to do you have to do a temperature reading on the intent of exactly. the person and, and their context and how they're delivering it. If it seemed like it is uh, standard out of respect, this person was brought <clears throat> up to say these things. Yes, you should take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but if it if they're they're using that tone of voice to add some sarcasm, yes, ma'am, yeah. I'll get right on that for you. Then you have you're w- within you your bounds. Maybe, then you can maybe be pissed off. But hey, I, good afternoon. What can I get you, Fatso? Wait a <laughs> second. All right, I want to take a break. Stay with us. Hey. 
our next MM Archive session features Duff McKagan and Shooter Jennings visiting the station prior to their TLA concert on Thursday, May 30th. It's another in our series of our close encounters of the rock kind, hosted by Pierre Robert. If you'd like to attend, listen to Pierre's show to win an invitation to join us for the MM Archive session with Duff McKagan and Shooter Jennings from your up-close-and-personal station, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Casey, you were telling me that uh, Senior Week, yeah. is that underway yet or Fully usually? For, for some people. I mean, like you said, some schools get out uh, sooner rather than, than others, but uh, Mara got out last last week was their graduation, and my niece started Senior Week on Saturday. Is that school sanctioned, or is it just no, kind of a, No, no. And, 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 is, is it not written in stone? It's just kind of a no, you thing? No, you don't have to do it. It's it's just kind of a, it's a it's thing. Not it's, 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 it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Preston, you were more like Ali Sheedy in school. So <laughs> I was. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I remember, like, um, I, there was a school sanctioned activity week. No, this but isn't I, it. I, I don't remember. There was, this. like, a, I think that a lot of places do, a lot of schools do a senior trip, which yeah. I think is school sanctioned. All but right. senior week was always, like, on your own. The, ours the was students a, did it. Ours was a drink fest. Really? Yeah. yeah. And where did you, did you go? Because we I went, went to Cancun. To, well, so. Amsterdam. Our, no, our friends um, didn't get it together to go to Cancun. We did go to Cancun, but it was just four of us. <laughs> and then we did, like, the senior your week back here with all of our friends, and we went to Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, my classmate Brian, his mom worked for, I believe, Liberty Travel. So. Oh, that helps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we all, I mean, just, you know, in, in hindsight and <laughs> retrospect, mom, dad, what, what were you, th- you I was I was 17 <laughs> years old. Why would you let me go to a foreign country where the drinking age was whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, it was a different time because yeah. I did the same thing only my junior year. I told you guys. You were younger, I to, I yeah. To, I went to Daytona Beach for spring break. What were you people thinking? <laughs> like, allowing me right? to go. Because I partied my freaking face off. When you say that, I hear Keith Morrison on Dateline, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was young, only 16 <laughs> years old. Not the people in town would comment, what a fine young man he is. <laughs> Beautiful feet, they'd say. Right. And then his body was found washed up on... Beautiful yeah. feet. But I even think, like, so my niece is 18 years old, and she is, for, for all intents and purposes, has um, represented herself to be a respectful... Uh, respectable young woman. But even still, I'm like, dude, you just you let her go. To, and who rents a house to 18-year-olds for an entire week? <laughs> well, well, here's I, the I deal. actually was wondering that. Yes. But they, they now this isn't, this has been going on, obviously, forever. Yes. Forever. So, so, and it, it shows no signs of stopping. So, you know, I mean, I did listen. So on, these people have these houses. Like, yeah, sure. You know, why not? No, well, yeah. not usually. No, people don't usually rent to eighteen-year-olds. They, they, the eighteen-year-olds find a way around it. It's or, the cool uncle who or, does it. Yeah, and so um, we got a house because uh, the guy that told the story about the underwater city with the hot dogs. Yeah, his parents own a house in Avalon, and, and we stayed in this palace for the week. My, many of my friends, crammed, how many uh, in in that house? Yeah, yeah, uh, six or seven. All right, uh, which was which was great. We all had our own bedroom. We all had our own bed. But many of my my friends crammed themselves into some piece of crap motel yeah, yeah. up and down the shore somewhere <laughs> because did. that was the only place they could get a place to stay. All right. Yeah. So my niece is with like, it's 12 girls in total and yeah. some house in Wildwood. And that's it, a little more normal, like but, 12, 13 people crammed into to a, a tinier place. Yeah. And I had, um, 
secretly, uh, I found out where they were staying, and I and I did a drive by on on oh, Saturday. You're that uncle? Hey, oh, dude, I would have went in. Yeah, no, I'm. The, what do you mean that uncle? The one that cares? Spy? Oh, stop! The, the spying. What uncle. was I going to do? Go I would have gone with you and gone inside. Respect their privacy. <laughs> yeah. You would have shown. Hey. Nick, these are young girls, you know, and I know. and I, I just Nick is just speaking protect. from the younger perspective. Yeah. Well, so I, and I drove by, and of course, you know, like there there was a, a house next door to there. You girls better not be drinking in there. A couple of basic bros hanging out on the boardwalk. <laughs> I mean, on the uh, on the uh, balcony, yelling down. That, like there was like a whole group of girls on the sidewalk, of course. and then this one dude was walking with a girl up the, up the sidewalk, and I had my windows down, and I, the dudes on the balcony are yelling at that dude yo you better get the f out of here yo nobody asked you to be here blah. and then the dude with the girl <laughs> turned around and walked the other way i was like that was a smart thing to do like good job buddy. yeah yeah good job nice dude job. Uh, was that whole thing over memorial day weekend with the wildwood police officers was was that a no she was tw- no she was 20 years old she was older and she okay. was there with her family and her okay. and her kid and stuff like that but you know. Well, I think part of the reason, because you actually asked about it, um, in Sea Isle, they're cracking down on drinking on the beach. And I think part of that is because of the beginning of the summer when all of the senior week kids are there. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, ever feel, do you ever feel a sense because you, you might have been that bro. Do you ever feel like I wasn't that? Listen, or do, you, do, I, I you was, have, do you have to? Do you feel like uh, I was five? You got to give six. a little attitude because you know I wasn't starting crap with anybody. But I'm just saying the whole notion that you're talking, you know, you're talking about freaking out about going away for senior week. Yeah. Well, well let me you put this been in, along for the party. I would have been along right, for the party, right. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. But I just to sort of put this into perspective, I had a friend of mine that I graduated high school with who was a good kid, hmm. never got into any trouble. But during senior week, while I was in Cancun, uh, obeying the laws, uh, stole a car on senior week. And, like, when I came back from senior week and I found out about I was like, him? What? You know, like, so even, like, the nicest kids can sort of get into trouble. And this, I believe that happened in Sea Isle. And this particular guy ended up escaping out of Sea Isle, running down the beach, you know, like, stayed off of the streets. And never had any run-in with the law prior to that. Never prior and never afterwards. It comes out, you know, Mm -hmm. at a a party atmosphere like that. Here's a text that says, I have my first threesome at Senior Week. Ah. Wait a minute. You've had more than one threesome? My first? God bless you, sir. (laughs) Or ma'am. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Nick. No, I was just going to say, um, for, for us, and I think for most high schools, it, it's the week after graduation, and so ours was around this time of year uh, down the Jersey Shore, and uh, we, we decided one night to steal a boat. And the uh, it was a, a catamaran that was on the on the beach, and, you know, a small like sunny catamaran. And we were decent kids, I guess, you know. But but it's there's this thing that happens that week where you're just like you're above the law. You can get away with whatever you want, and it really is for many kids, and us included, the first real taste of what college is like. Well, just as long as you didn't have any alcohol. <laughs> we bought so much beer. Who bought it? Uh... I worked at McDonald's in high school, and there was a guy that was a few years older than us that, that worked at McDonald's, and he was the cool older guy. Sure, I get it for yeah. you. And he, he bought it. <laughs> he was our connection. And so but we had cases upon cases of beer in the car on the way down because we didn't want to risk getting to the beach and not having any. Please right. tell me when you use a microwave, it hurts the plate in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It was just all it was these... high-quality beer, too. Yeah. Was, you know, Natty Light. Natty Light, Carlin Canada, you know, that kind of crap. See, I, I did not experience this. So, you know, for me, I was living the life. I was in East North. Port, I was a mile away from a Models. Yeah. I was set. Right. No, but the the uh, um, the whole concept of this going away stuff was never never on my radar. So to hear, I always assume this is more um, more a college thing than a 
finishing up high school thing. No, it's you find a way. You know, there's some somebody finds. Man, but I, somebody again, finds I don't a, drink too. A house or 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 some type of a, a vacation spot where you can go to, and then you get people on board, and then it's just. You're, you're, there's, it, there's it gets no away supervision, from you. Yeah. and you just go crazy. Listen, we walked into a travel agent with cash, and we booked our trip to Cancun. There were four of us who were under the age of eighteen. We booked it ourselves. We handed over cash, and we went to Cancun. <laughs> and but I mean, I, I and I've said this in the past. Any one of us could have been Natalie Holloway. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, like, sure. I mean, that's we we partied, we drank, we hung out with guys. Did you we, go to Laboon? I, I, <laughs> I, I have the image of her coming in like Jessica Simpson and Dukes of Hazard to buy the uh, yeah. <laughs> to buy the t- because legally, how do you do that? You can't. You have to be right to to purchase. I don't know, like, but we went. Said, Your and, parents are cool with this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. I mean, Get him pay- on the board. Hi, I'm uh, Mister That Girl's Father. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the legally, how do you do a question? It's you find ways. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It, what whatever's legal is not the question. It, yeah. It's how do you get it but done? But you know, what? Yeah. I will say when we got to the airport, um, my dad dropped us off, and he had to come in and say yes, she can fly to another country because at that time also we didn't need passports. Oh, dude, we I, sold it to Russian businessmen. Yeah. I didn't oh even have God. that, Kath. And I we mean, had to get one of the other girls' uh, moms on the phone to say yeah because she didn't come with a letter saying that she could travel. Yes, I'm the other girl's yeah. mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, let me. I want to go to Scott. He's got an interesting uh, dilemma. Hi, Scott. Good morning. You guys are going to get me divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell, Scott. My son is in Ocean City, Maryland. And my wife did not want him to go to senior week. <laughs> so, you know, being the good dad, uh, I allowed him to go. Yeah. And she has been arguing with me <laughs> all week over this. And right, this wait. isn't helping your case. I'm already getting a hairy eyeball. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Scott, when did, he, when did he leave? When did he get there? Uh, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Okay, so, and is he coming back this Saturday? Uh, he may be cutting it short. I think he's uh, got to work this week. But, okay. uh, All right. you know, it's... stories of threesomes and beer and is not helping my case. Well, how uh, have you you've spoken to him, I assume, maybe every day, at least to touch base? Yeah, we, and... uh, we talk, we text. And, he, and, and you he... know, I, I got to look at it as, you know, as, as a parent, if you do your job right, hopefully uh, at this stage of the game, yes. they don't do anything to I'm too yeah. crazy. Well, listen, he's he's alive and he hasn't been arrested, right? Uh, as far as we, as far <laughs> well, listen, as listen, as well, that, because if that's if that's the deal, then you're fine. Case closed. Yeah, and right, besides, it's good. not always threesomes and beer. It's sometimes daisy chains and meth. Yeah. So don't worry. Yeah, yeah. 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 not all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, so you guys it, know a good attorney. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. You know, thank you, Scott. Let, let me ask you guys. Okay. you guys are parents, all of you. Yeah, I am not. Uh, I, um, you know, I, I'm thinking of John Lithgow in, in, uh, Footloose, you know, how will they, you know, earn your trust if you don't, you know, show them that you're going to give the opportunity. So here, yeah. you know, don't you take that leap of faith, right? I mean, he's you try, he probably, well, like he his said, kid's probably fine, like, you know, like that guy just said, you know, you, you do your job and, you know, and at a certain point, you, I mean, you have to. You have to release them and yes. and, 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 and uh, Let all them that fly. Sort of stuff. I I had a funny thing happen to me last year. I was in my Acme, and it, this is a this time last year. And I saw a friend of mine whose son was getting ready to go on senior week in Cancun. And she was shopping for him, like you know, oh, should I get you know? And I yeah. just ran into her, and she was talking about should I get him razors? I'm like, well, I don't think he can bring razors on the plane, and blah blah blah. And then she goes, oh, condoms. <laughs> should I buy him condoms? I go, mom, <laughs> you can't buy. 
your son condoms? No, they're not. They're for us. No. Yeah. And then she goes. I've always loved you. She goes. I don't want him getting some diseases from from, from some random in Cancun. I go. That's a kind of a decent perspective. I go. Yes, but you can't. Is. You Still. can't. You can't hand your son condoms. I go. If you're packing for him. Put them in his luggage where he'll find them at, at yeah. some point. But you stay can't. in Delco and get yeah. your diseases. You absolutely can hand your kid condoms. Well, you can, you but then you go, Mama. So what? Yeah, all right. I mean, so so you have a little uh, embarrassing moment for a second or two, and then the kid's got rubbers in his you, pocket. Your father's going to come in, and we're going to demonstrate how to use them properly. <laughs> uh, 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 this feels very good. Uh, 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 I'm done now. Whoops, there's something in there. Roll that up and throw it away. You got it? Yeah, this is how it works. Yeah. Have a great trip. I'm so glad you're not a parent, Steve. Uh, I don't know. I think you might be good. No, no, I don't we put on a little presentation. Hmm, I'm feeling rather horny. You're handsome. Let's sleep together. I, Here's a sock for your penis. Okay. Um, it's just, it, this. Uh, telling stories like this is remarkable to me because uh, my senior week was 25 years ago this month, and, uh, and I, I, I text with my high school friends all the time. We still tell the stories that happened that week. You know, the, the boat stealing story, Dave Taylor getting beaten up by Chris. You know, like oh. things that happened that 25 years ago in a drunken haze. I shaved my are, friend's are, back. There you go. And, 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 and like, these memories are, are fre- still fresh in my mind. And some of this stuff, though, I mean, we're talking about seniors in high school, but it, it happens with people who are adults, too, because <laughs> Angela Perfetto, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago, posted a video. I don't know if she was there or not, but it looked like people were there for a wedding, and they were in a hotel room. There's a really drunk girl with a, a, a hotel room full of people. She's like, all right, everybody, we have to keep it down, or we're going to get kicked out. And the, in the meantime... Two chicks are beating the piss yeah. out of each other. Did you see that? I no, really? It, yeah. Was that her there? Or was that on the Instagram or is that just a meme? Or was that her just posting a random video? Oh, I thought that was Angela at this wedding. I thought so, too. Yeah, were they actually fighting or just messing around? Call it up. They were wrestling, but to the point, it got to the point where, like, I'm going to beat you in this wrestling match. It you looked know? like it's, at a post-wedding party. Yeah. And uh, the bride was involved. <laughs> <laughs> to your point, though, Preston, to that point, you talk about teenage. On any given weekend, there are adults, as you just pointed out, yep. doing the same thing yeah. on, on uh, in, in shore towns up and down the Jersey Shore. Yep. So it, it's, you know, and there's a lot of people. Up, oh, is this it, Preston? Yeah, it's up yeah, on the screen. Yeah. Right <laughs> you can see the, the girl talking to the room saying, we need to be quiet. <laughs> and these two chicks are beating the piss out of just each other. <laughs> In the process of it. It's hilarious. This looks oh like, goodness. this what might have been Angela's. I don't know. All right, let me uh, let me go to a couple of calls. <laughs> I have uh, Jack on the phone. Hey, Jack, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I, uh, I last booked my daughters to go to Senior Week back in 2006 down in Cancun. I knew they were going to be fine because my wife and I were in a room right across the hall. <laughs> wow. How did, how, were they fighting tooth and nail to keep you from doing that, or was that the only way you would broker the deal? Hey, Dad was the wallet. They had to go by my rules. All right, all right. And so once you came to the agreement, they were okay with it? I mean, or were you just getting death stares the entire time? No, she had no problem with my girls. My girls were uh, were well-behaved. They, they slept in every morning until about 11, and they come down and find me at the pool to get money for the chip for breakfast. <laughs> well, there you're a good you man, go. Jack. Yeah. All right, thanks, yeah. Jack. Appreciate my, it. Uh, my older brother, him and his friends went to Disney World for Senior Week, which is, you know, it's, you know, fairly tame or whatever. Right, right. So the one friend, a uh, guy they called Moo, uh, he was like the tallest, most mature-looking one out of them all. 
and he was the guy who went and got them beer, but he wasn't 21. So what he did is he he wore a suit. And he, he would, figured, if I'm wearing a suit, I'll look older. He's wearing a suit in 98-degree weather, walking up and down the highway in Orlando, Florida. And it, it, it worked for him, right? Yeah. He, ended up, and he ended up being the, the guy that got the beer for him. But. I'm a successful businessman, <laughs> and I would like a six-pack, please. Six-pack of natural light. Natural light. Natty I'm light. Successful. Uh, let me go to... I'll put it in my Maserati out there. Jen, this is interesting. Hey, Jen, good morning. Thank you. What's up, Jen? Um, so I work at Sullivan Steakhouse in Wilmington, and it's been like 100% graduation parties. And on Monday night, Garnet Valley had their graduation. And I had this table, and it was the kid who graduated, you know, both his parents, all of his grandparents. And towards the end of the meal, I was like, you know, what are you going to do? And he said he's going senior week at Ocean City, Maryland. The first thing out of his mouth is that he's going to kill a chicken while he's there. <laughs> he's going to kill a chicken while he's there. Did he say kill or choke? He said, he said kill. Okay. And I was like, are you going to, like, sprinkle its blood around town? Wow. So a nice little Santeria ritual. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I can't be a proponent of, of Thanks, ritual Jen. animal slaughter for senior week. Uh, let me go to, is it Connie you want me to go to? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, hi, Connie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up? Good. So uh, you were talking about who would rent to seniors. My husband and I own a place in Wildwood, and we do. <laughs> you do? No kidding. All right. Uh, we do, yeah. So, but we're pretty strict with it. There's got to be 10 people on the lease and no more than that because that's how much the place holds. Uh, but you know that there's 10 style. other people staying there, right? No, 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 there's not because we do it old style like uh, how you get the bracelets and we have a security guard, one of our friends, <laughs> that goes down and watches. And There's another <laughs> caller on the line, Jordan, who says here, yeah, houses hire security guards for senior yes. week. Yes, and it we says do. keeps the cops away. I'm not sure what that means. but uh, Well, I mean, we're right on a main street oh. where the cops are all the time. So yeah. we don't necessarily do it to keep them away. We just do it to make sure our place is safe and yeah. that there really are only 10 kids in there. And so, Connie, you let them know we have someone watching oh, the home yeah. while you're here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. we let them know up front and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, a lot of them are like, well, you're one of the only people that'll let us stay, so we'll do it. And uh, there you and go. You haven't had any trouble doing this in the past? No, I mean, a few things here and there broken, but that's what security deposits are for. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I had heard, yeah. you know, there were some MOs of, of renters where they're like, yeah, we'll rent to you. And then they're yeah. just waiting to kick them out because it's like, yeah. you, get, you get the money anyway. We, have an, we right. have an agreement. You broke the agreement. I'm keeping your money. And, and, and they, they throw them out. Mm-hmm. Or the agreement is, okay, but I'm going to put a camera in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're not aware of that yeah, part yeah. of the agreement. <laughs> but, yes. Um, Why right. is the rent so cheap? Interesting, Connie. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a nice little insurance policy. So you get a guard, you make sure you monitor, and, and the bracelets are, are so they wear them all the time? Is that the deal? Yep. All yes, right. They wear them all the time. Like now, when, you know, those kids that go to Cancun or whatever, that get their bracelets that say they got, you know, the unlimited or whatever it is, and they can go here and there. Yeah. We pretty much do the same thing. So, right. Connie, your security guard, though, is he? do they keep an eye out for it to see if they're bringing booze into the house or anything along those lines? Is that part of it? Um, not necessarily, because sometimes they'll get there in the morning, like, yep. before he's there, but no, as long, I mean, you know, we're not too concerned with that, as long as hmm. they're respectable, and, you know, we can yep. tell them to keep it down after, because there's certain times it's quiet time, or whatever, you know, so. Yep, I got you. All right, thank yeah. you. Appreciate it, right, thank you. Good luck to you. And I was, would never. Yeah, there, there, you guys didn't have any type of thing in Missouri? 
It was like uh, Lake House Adventures after graduation. Did you graduation. have anything in Missouri? Yeah, but there was nothing that was like, everybody's doing this. You yeah. know, it wasn't that. I mean, except for we had like Senior Skip Day and, and uh, Senior Sleep Out, which was not sanctioned by the school. Senior Sleep Out was a freaking blast, man. It was on a school night where you just stayed out. On the whole the, night? On the street somewhere. Really? Just driving around all night, and eventually you slept in your car somewhere. Really? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like fun. Yeah, that's when we'd have a uh, like a scavenger hunt where you'd have to, you know, like, steal Oh, we a, did that, too. You'd have to steal a police officer's license plate. and, and uh, We didn't do things like yeah, that. Yeah. Steal a catamaran and like, a car. <laughs> oh, we, we got in lots of trouble for that. Did you? Yeah. 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 So, uh, but but the senior sleepout was our, our kind of big. But thing. You're, you're smiling, so it was. It's, these are fond memories. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, they were a blast. By the way, the car that my friend stole, and he was. It wasn't just him; it was him and a f- couple other people. It was, it a, was a, a short bus. No, it was a Volkswagen thing. You remember yeah. what? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, those were awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Did you guys take the doors off? And oh, I wasn't there. I oh, was okay. in Mexico. <laughs> wow, senior week. So uh, interesting. Be careful. Yeah, be careful. That's wear, most important. Wear your thing. bracelet. Yeah, but I do like that idea. Yeah, though. yeah. that's uh, that's how some people might get around it. All right, I want to take a break. B files coming up. So we'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. Sun. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We are so happy he is back in town. It's been a while since he's been here in this studio, and we always, we know him as Gay Robot. We love him for that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Swartz. Yeah! Everybody with us. Good morning, sir. I'm glad you got my name right and didn't call me Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you nailed it. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of day, Nick. It is. Flooding in the streets and in Preston's Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> you know, I, I have to tell you right out of the gate, uh, you you know, people are familiar with you. Obviously, a lot of people have seen in the movies and, and uh, all the stuff you've done and, you know. It's all great, but your stand-up, you're, you're one of the absolute best. You're one of the few that can actually deliver, I think, um, you know, uh, convulsive laughter, if that's a good thing. But uh, it, 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 did you, you did you start doing improv when you got into comedy? And, and was, was it always stand-up? or where? What was your entree into it? Because I know you started young when you were like 15, 16, right? Yeah. First of all, I agree with everything you everything. just said. <laughs> um, it's a truth, man. Yeah, no, I, I, you, you're one of my favorites, yeah. and uh, I enjoy it. But what, what, uh, you know, what, what got you in? I mean, I started um, acting, so I started in theater, and then I started in improv in high school. And so, so stand up was an offshoot. Stand up was an offshoot. I, uh, I graduated high school. I didn't have the grades or the money to go to college. Right. Um, I also didn't want to go to college. And so I took a year off, and I my improv company folded that I was with. Okay. So I decided to try stand-up, and uh, I was, you know, 18 at the time. And I kind of frowned upon stand-up because, it, to me, it, like, felt too rehearsed. Yeah, Like, yeah. improv, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. Stand-up, yeah. I was like... And at the time, I mean, this is, like, the mid-'90s, so it was, like, a lot of guys that were married, like, talking you know, with a piano tie, you know, talking about airplane food. And I was like, oh, this is corny, you know? Yeah. So, what, like, the, the late 90s is when stand-up kind of took a resurgence from that whole, like, 80s period. So, the people that started then, there was no money. Everybody said stand-up was dead. So, when I started, they were like, oh, it's over. Like, yeah. the boom of the 80s, people were like, yeah, it's run its course. And so, everybody that started in that time that I came up with... Um, Kevin Hart, Zach Galifianakis, Mitch Hedberg. I mean, there were so many guys that like really just loved doing it. You, we, know? you know, you know what happened? I think for, uh, for a while there, 
people who were good writers were drawn to to improv because you y- you would get bored like. You'd see a stand-up, and, and a lot of times in that period, I know exactly the time you're talking about, like, there were a lot of, like, hack comedians, and you they wouldn't ever change the act. You'd see the same stuff over and over again, you know? And yeah. I, think, I think people who are creative, you know, such as yourself, uh, and I'm not blowing smoke, would, would be drawn to improv where you can sort of change things up and you're, you're inventing new stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And also, back then, too, uh, Second City and the Groundlings were the big breeding grounds for Saturday Night Live. Right, right. So that's when everybody started coming out of there. And everybody wanted to do improv. When did your friendship with uh, with Adam Sandler begin? We met on J-Date. <laughs> it was J-Date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a mistake ended in yes, a lifelong it was friendship. just a, a lovely <laughs> turn of events. Um, it's perfect. He, well, I, actually, the, the, this goes with answering this question. A lot of people don't even know I do stand-up. So this generation now, it's funny because... That's why I wanted to... They'll to come to my yeah, show, yeah. and uh, they're like, oh my gosh, you're really good at stand-up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've been doing like 22 years, which is insane. And uh, yeah, a lot of people just know me from movies. So it's yeah. kind of a bonus when the, you know, they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Michael Jordan when they're like, go to see him play baseball. And they're like, oh, you play basketball? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is a That's whole other crazy. Aspect. Wait, Was... you're the Michael Jordan of comedy? No, no. Oh, no, no. Michael Jordan of baseball. Yeah. Yes. Was, uh, was... Exactly. I'm the Michael Jordan of baseball. <laughs> was Chuck and Larry uh, when you, the first movie you did with Adam, or did you do anything before that? Um, Adam saw my stand-up on Comedy Central. Okay. Yeah. So he was in bed with his wife, and he was channel surfing. And he was like, oh, it's this uh, kid. And uh, I was a kid at the time. And um, he wrote my name down and went to the office. And he was like, who is this dude? And a lot of the younger guys were like, oh, that's this kid, Nick Swartzen. That was my first special. And uh, I used to do jokes about my grandmother. Oh, I loved them. And so (laughs) he had a script called Grandma's Boy. And he, like, called my manager. And I had a meeting with him, which was surreal, obviously. And uh, the whole time I just wanted to be like, yeah, you. So I didn't do that, and that's why I'm still working with him. But... You know, it's funny you mentioned that movie, by the way, and I wanted to bring up that movie because it's about a guy who's a video game whiz, and he's he's got his collection of friends. But one of the older women in the movie, one of the cougars, is Shirley Jones. Yeah. Right. And From the Partridge family. Jesus Christ. She was like, she was the, the ultimate MILF yeah, know, was, at that time. Was pretty, so there was a lot of surreal moments, but... Uh, but, yeah, so Sandler was like, we have the script called Grandma's Boy, and it was a PG-13 romantic comedy at the time. <laughs> so he was like, we don't want this. We right. want it to be like a hard R. So he was like, well, you rewrite the script. You can write yourself in the movie. And that was the first time I worked with him. Okay. And then I did that, and then he uh, had the idea for Benchwarmers, and I wrote that with him. And then Chuck and Larry was when he brought me on to produce and write and be in his movies. So okay. what, there's a scene in that movie I, I, where the, Which? Uh, the in, uh, Chuck and Larry, <laughs> uh, yeah, right, just nine movies mentioned. I said that movie, but the uh, Michelle Carmen, who's a, one of our in one of our calendars, is the girl who is across the uh, the street. Moon balloons. Moon balloons. Hey, moon oh, balloons. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's from Philly. <laughs> and, she's in moon one of balloons. our calendars. Yes, I remember. Uh, Sandler called me up and he goes, "Hey man, I'm doing this movie Chuck and Larry with Kevin James." And I was like, all right, cool. And he goes, yeah, it's a part for you. And I go, all right, great. And he goes, yeah, you're just playing Jessica Biel's brother. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you're a gay brother. And I was like, I've been doing a lot of gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was on Reno 911 at the yes. time. Uh-huh. So I was like four or five years deep in Reno 911. And he was like, no, dude, it's not like your character Terry on Reno 911. It's different. It's not that gay. 
And uh, I show up it's to wardrobe. Yeah, and yeah. I show up to wardrobe, and I, they put me in like a butterfly outfit with like yes. tiny shorts. Yes. And I was like, yeah, this is way different. <laughs> yeah. Way. And then you end up playing in another movie I think is underrated is a Blades of Glory. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you play you play the stalker, yeah, uh, who, who who comes up with the conceit that gets uh, uh, I save the movie, save the movie, yeah. But that was another gay character. So. It was gay-ish. Gay. It wasn't like <laughs> bursting into flames. It was just like half my leg was on fire. Right. But uh, yeah, Blades of Glory. It's funny because all the lines I had were so disturbing, and people, whoa, what fight. Gary okay. just punched somebody. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, oh, my other threw me off. I thought I was going to Sorry. You, you were no, talking okay. about the, the, the movie. Uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. the lines in Blades of Glory are so disturbing, and people always yell lines at me, so I'll be in public, like, having lunch with my mom, and people will be like, I want to cut off my skin and wear it to your birthday. <laughs> or, like, I sent you a cup of my blood. Those are lines from the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. my mom doesn't know that. She doesn't watch anything I do. She's horrified <laughs> uh-huh. and lives in a cave, so she's just like, why would they say that to you? Why, do they want to wear your skin? <laughs> It's like, wow. The movie's a lot of fun. Hey, uh, you. Nick, you're wearing a hat that says Hawaii on it. Were you there recently? Oh, yeah, I spend a lot of time there. You do? Yeah. Uh, on awesome. the Big Island? with I spend a lot of time on Oahu. I do shows there um, okay. on Kauai, uh, Maui, and uh, Oahu. I didn't know if you were there recently with all this, uh, you know, eruption uh, fiasco that's going on. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. That Big Island, the volcano. Yeah. Well, you know... You, you know that on, on, the, on the Big Island, we used to, <laughs> we've, I've been there, and, and obviously you've, you've been there a lot... Uh, but there, there, it's a real estate show or something. It's you know, like real yeah. estate Hawaii. Yeah. And then the, we we were, t- we were talking about it. And when you you know they purchase these homes in these different zones, and the zones are basically the rating of the likelihood of you being in a lava flow. Right. And something they've always known and dealt with, and it just kind of rears its head every once in a while. Yeah, it's insane. And I have so many friends there, so I I posted um, a charity thing. I was like, hey, we're raising money to help. The families and stuff, because, you know, it, it was crazy there. All the lava came into neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. And so, typical social media. Oh. I'm like, hey, you know, help these people. Their neighborhoods would affect by lava. And people are like, yeah, I wish I was in Hawaii, man. I'll take lava any day. If you're living in Hawaii, what's the problem? I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's lava. It's hot lava. It's horrible anywhere. Yeah, do a lava shot. Yeah, right now. I don't care where you are. You could be in Narnia. It's the lava. Scorching the earth. You lunatic. Yep. It wasn't helped, though, Nick, by the pictures of the dudes playing golf with the eruption going on in the background. Did you see that? Yeah, show? I thought that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Why not yeah. at that point? Yeah, it's beautiful, though. We uh, The times you've been out there, um, you know, do, do, you, do you have a home out there? Do you have a place you, you know? I home? don't. I'm just trying to talk other people into buying homes. Like, I <laughs> called Spade the other day, and I was like, hey, um, you should buy a house in Hawaii. <laughs> and he's like, why? I'm like... I don't know. I mean, I go there a lot. He's like, wait, what was the last part? <laughs> I go, yeah. So I try to talk Sandler. I'm yeah. trying to get out of buying because it's really expensive. Right. It is. I'll get like a studio apartment or something. Because it's like the guy on social media had a point. It's like when you live in Hawaii, like I don't care where I sleep. You know what I mean? It's true. It's, it's I don't want to sleep in a volcano, but I'll sleep anywhere else. That'd be hey, fun. I wanted to ask about your fascination with bats because we, we we had seen an interview that uh, that you love bats. You want you want to you want to have pet bats or something like that. What interview is that? I don't know. It says here he loves bats. Wanted to buy a bat farm in a recent interview. 
Did that's you want insanity. to buy <laughs> That's that's not that you. That is completely false. Bats are horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to it do with bats. So who, who you never said the, that in an interview? Who grabbed the I piece of information? Did. I do a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> who, who grabbed the piece of information about the bat farm? <laughs> I don't know what could possibly have happened a there. In your, in your bats, are shit, bats are literally horrifying. I remember when I was growing up, I was at, I lived in an apartment with my mom, and we there was a bat in the house. House, and uh, me and my mom are freaking out, and uh, they, they make a weird high pitched sound. The, the, uh, unlike, they're horrifying. Unlike anything you've ever heard, and they're making their there's their location echo sound, location. their echolocation, and it's, it's. Are they calling other bats? No, mm-hmm. they're, 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 their eyesight is not good, and that's how they acquire different things, obstacles in the room. They that's you know like for example, I had one in the bedroom. Uh, get up through. They go up through the walls, like they'll find an opening in the house somewhere, and they can actually travel within the. The infrastructure of the of the house, and this thing is, you know, it the second you hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah you know the second the you yeah. hear it. And me and my mom freaked out, and we hid in her bedroom. We didn't know what to do because it's like, you know, it's like, do we call the police? Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and the bat <laughs> climb, the they can spit under, like you said, this tiny sliver underneath yeah. the door. It's all yep. they need. It was like a horror movie. Yeah, and it came in, and it made this weird sound, and. Yeah, I, so, I just end up killing my mom and eating her. And <laughs> okay, I so cat, wanted her to live through that. So it's the absolute right. antithesis. The, the love of the bats is is incorrect. Then, all right, how? Okay. Yeah, I don't know who said that. Can I ask you? Um, so bad at them. If you have a fear of elevators, because uh, when I was um, talking to a gentleman uh, to to get you in the studio this morning, he was. Uh, asked me a couple of times about whether or not we had a staircase yeah. that led to the studio. Yeah, I have a terrifying fear of elevators. Uh-huh. It's probably my number one fear. Over bats. Over bats. <laughs> if there's bats in an elevator, I'm taking myself out with a spork. I don't care what it is. It's the nightmare on earth. Did you- yeah, I, I, um, I just was always claustrophobic with elevators. And okay. then this happened to me. I was in Boston. I was hanging out with my buddy Jay, and we were staying at a hotel. And I they didn't have stairs. Like, sometimes, like, Vegas... Places like that where they, it's like they don't have stairs. No, they don't. So this hotel was like, we don't have it. And I was filming, and they put me up at this hotel, so I had no choice. So I get in the elevator, and my buddy Jay is with me, and we're going down, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and it stops. Uh-huh. And my buddy Jay knows about my phobia. So he was like, chill. <laughs> and I'm not joking. It goes back to that thing where if someone's stuck under a car, like, you know, you can lift it. And uh, I took the elevator doors and I ripped them open. I don't know how I did this. You I'm had the adrenaline strength. My dad's yeah. Thor, apparently. <laughs> I ripped them open and I was like, Jay, jump, jump. And he was like, dude, what are you doing? And I just kept screaming, holding the doors open. And he jumped down into the lobby and did like this tumble roll. And then I jumped what? out. And everyone's just staring at us. <laughs> and it was the craziest thing. You and were I, imbued with superhuman strength. Yeah, for a it was moment. nuts. I've never done that before. But you don't ever want to do that. You never want to get out of a... Yeah, I know. Because I it can... <laughs> if it starts moving when you're trying to get it, it'll cut you in half. I know. That's yeah. why Jay go first. <laughs> <laughs> I need my head. I had a show that night. I have to have a head. It's funny. I forget. We were talking about this yesterday. We had a comedian in here a while ago. I saw a, a female comedian and, oh, yeah. and she Famous worked she, no, no, <laughs> she worked for an elevator company for years prior to getting into comedy we didn't ask her anything about comedy because we're, we're fascinated about you see things in movies all the time you get stuck in the elevator is there a panel on the top of all elevators where you can get out no no <laughs> that's the thing if there's a panel i can kind of deal with that yeah but a lot of the times especially in really nice places there's fluorescent lights and a whole right 
like thing. So that's why it's horrifying. So you're not good. It, it, so if you're not good in elevators, is actual flying to places? That's a bit of claustrophobia. Flying got was a problem. Yeah, I, I had to. I, I would stop planes on tarmacs. Really, I would freak out. Yeah, there was some bad moments. So, so you, can you? You obviously can sense when it's getting away from you. I mean, do you, would how do you? Well, I would it? get like blackout drunk, which isn't really solving anything. <laughs> right. So it does a little. It does. It solves everything. Actually, <laughs> but. <laughs> If I show that night, come on, yeah. But so I, I would get like I had to get on meds and stuff, and now I don't. Like I would just I would have like a little bit of Xanax or something on me, and then it got to the point where I didn't need to take it because if I knew I had it, then I would be okay. But I remember I, I would stop. I would stop planes. I would really, yeah. Wow. I would start. And like, how do you do that and and get away with it, not get in trouble or? Well, he's having. You're having a medical issue. You're having a a a, a meltdown. Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> like you're. A, it's not like you're issue. a terrorist. You're. You're. I assume to anyone who can see you, they're seeing you're having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, totally. And I was yeah. also wearing my butterfly outfit from Chuck and Larry. <laughs> I always fly with that so people feel safe. They, they, know. they feel he's he's, he's a magical yeah, presence. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, we got to the bottom of your uh, of your uh, love bat. of bats. <laughs> what is it? Okay. So uh, it was when you were in Austin for your third time. And he says, "Why do you keep coming?" back and you said i love austin i actually looked into buying a place there just like the vibe it's creative everyone is super cool i love the music and you have bats <laughs> i want mo- i want to move there and buy a bat farm ah, it was ah, a joke yeah yeah, yes. yeah ah. i lied to that city. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. was an open you, lie Christy, you did, you, did you come up with that information that's uh, our intern christy yeah. by the way she tried to go see your show last night but got stuck in traffic and couldn't make it she went oh. all the way out there to bethlehem oh, I'm sorry and couldn't make it and you got a show in albany tonight i have albany tonight and then brigada tomorrow oh, wow dude dc yeah i'm on i think it's like at 35 or 40 cities right now Whoa. well thanks yeah. for coming here before yeah. Albany. albany cool, yeah though. of course man do you, do you get do you get i mean so now besides the flight and you got that stuff all handled are you a good traveler generally Yes. I mean, I, by, by, I'm pretty easy going. Okay. I mean, I have like a tour bus, so I don't have to fly a lot. You have a tour bus. Okay. Yeah. And people think it's like wild, but it's really not. Like, we just go, we go to like Whole Foods. <laughs> and then, like, I'm trying not to like drink on this tour. I drank on the last tour, and it was just the wheels came off <laughs> horrendously. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. Do you self-impose? Because my wife will sometimes do that. Just say, I'm, I, and not she's not an alcoholic or anything. She just went, I just want to take a month or two and just take a break. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, you, you for do sure. likewise. Yeah, I'll go hard for like <laughs> five years, <laughs> and then I'll take like a month off. Yeah, and it really helps. Sure. It so really five helps. years, one month. Five yeah. years, one month. It's yeah. all about the balance. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what always brings me back in is is sadly is watching TV shows where they're drinking. So if I'm watching like Game of Thrones or whatever, oh, and yeah. they're drinking, oh, yeah, Mad Men, Mad Men. Oh my that god, that was the worst. Because yes. I was like, I need a bucket of whiskey <laughs> why am i saying that <laughs> yeah it was insane and then, and so i did that show hollywood game night on nbc oh, the jane lynch show yeah so i watched the first season and it was like um jason sudeikis and jason uh, not jason Bateman, jason sudeikis and a bunch of people and they're all smashed oh, hammered yeah so i show up and i did the second season and uh, they're like, yeah, we have a full bar in the green room. I'm like, let's dance. <laughs> so I get obliterated. And uh, it was a blast. I didn't and then see me that. and Leah Remini were in full blackouts. She like almost fell into the table. 
She kept interrupting Jane Lynch. It was amazing. And then the second time I did it, they're like, yeah, we have cut out the open. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? That's what made it so great. But it was fun oh being on, God. like, NBC primetime in wow. a full blackout. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, listen, I'm sorry we got to wrap it up, man. No worries. But, and we really appreciate you taking the detour and swinging by here. But uh, Blink-182 will be there. <laughs> How many, there. Last time you were through, a lot of people, a lot of listeners went and saw you and just... Freaking rave! So yeah, oh, cool. we're, we're big fans. We're huge. And it's fans. BYO bats. I don't. I will not have bats there. So bring your own. Bring your own. <laughs> bring your own. <laughs> bring your own bats. bats. All right, Six cool man. Bats. Nick, great to see you, man. Thanks yeah, for being cheers, here. guys. That is Nick Swartz. Yeah. Give us some love. We'll take a break and we'll be right back, gang. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. The B-File brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Sequoia is throwing the ultimate beer and barbecue bash with microbrews and an award-winning barbecue spread hosted by Steve Morrison. Live music, great food, and brews this Saturday from noon to 2 at Sequoia Outback on Route 309 in Hatfield. Matt Kroll. Spent 41 days in jail, wrongly accused, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. He was locked up over Christmas and New Year's, but he and 10 other now out. Uh, and the deputy who arrested him is fired. Crawl had a white powdery substance that was found in the driver's side door, wrapped in plastic with a hair tie around it. Crawl said it was Tide laundry detergent. Deputy Stephen O'Leary said it was heroin, a lot yeah. of heroin. And uh, Krull said, I just looked at him baffled and confused because I had no idea as to where 92 grams of heroin came from inside of my van. Krull says he bought his Astro van about three weeks prior for $1,400. So maybe the last owner had left it behind. But the street price of 92 grams is about $18,000. Krull said the guy wasn't fit to be a cop. Uh, he was parked, and uh, he admits that he had taken a sip of Budweiser that was in the cup holder. And uh, paramedics arrived, and then deputies. And uh, Kroll has been in trouble with the law before, so none of this set well for him. Yeah. And then this guy sees his bag in there, and I guess they didn't test it? No, they did not. <laughs> and Eventually they did. And that's and, why this guy's getting out of jail. Uh, and that, it happened with a couple of people, didn't it? Ten people. Yeah. Ten people all together. So, and, and I'm sorry, 11 people. All, and all the charges have been dropped. dropped. Stuff like this has happened before, but they, they really need to do the official test well, before they go throwing people in you're jail. You're in jail for 40-some-odd days. Yeah, yeah. That's enough time to figure out that that was Tide dishwashing detergent. Yeah. Wow. Or I guess it's not dish. Well, uh, sometimes laundry, laundry, laundry detergent. Yeah. You can wash your dishes in the washing machine. <laughs> It'll smell great. One man who knew instantly that he'd found the one had to sadly deal with her death when she passed away a year into into their relationship. Sad, but the one for Japanese man Yuta Shinohara was a cockroach. Oh. And uh, because he wanted her to live for Yuta decided to eat his lover. Oh my god. Uh Yuta explained more fun than she was alive. He explained uh how he bought the cockroach, lovingly named Lisa, by the way. 
I bought it from Africa and even had sex dreams about her. I love you, Risa. But he didn't attempt to do the deed in real life because the size doesn't work. I'm so big, aren't I? Uh, Utah is somewhat. <laughs> I guess of, I'm too big for you, huh? Is, <laughs> is some, I'm too much man. Somewhat <laughs> of a bug connoisseur in Japan, where he's made a name for himself in the in insect cuisine. Uh, he's organized events serving bug cocktails, insect pastries, and ramens with crickets and mealworms. Amazingly, I can't find a date. He even has a favorite tree, which he calls heaven, that he enjoys napping on. He's a great tree. Uh, when interviewed, uh, he was asked whether the couple communicated. Utah replied, uh, it could have been my imagination since I got too attached over time that I started fe- to feel as if we were communicating. We were 100% serious. No human girl was as attractive as Lisa. Lisa was my first love. I pictured doing it with her many times because I really liked her. I know it's impossible because, but I imagined a world where cockroaches become supersized or I became small. It it hurts so much. I know, because I'm so big, right? Yeah, you're so big. You're the king. Yeah, I'm the king, all right. I'm so huge, right, Lisa? Yeah, you're so big. The biggest man ever. I know I'm so big, right? <laughs> but sadly, all good things must come to an end. And a year later, Lisa died naturally because cockroaches have an average life. I would the beach out about a about yeah. a year. Sorry, uh, the day she passed away was difficult. He said, but I knew it had to come since she was a cockroach with a short lifespan. With that in mind, I ate her in reverence. Oh my god. So now Lisa lives in my heart and continues living in my poop as part of. (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. You know that comes out the other end, there, buddy. Uh, Though he is the flicks of Lisa in my poop. uh, Though he is still getting over Lisa, Utah is focused on his appetite for bug cuisine. Who is this, Debbie? (laughs) Lisa had a sister. Uh, hoping that it comes into mainstream. It's so wrong. But so right, isn't it, Debbie? It's so wrong. But it's right, because I'm so huge, right, Debbie? You're so big. Dear God, what's happening? <laughs> you started it. Uh, he hopes that uh, bug cuisine comes into mainstream fashion in the future. So, um, Bet you he wishes a lot of things. He probably does wish about a lot of things. Are you wrapping me up? No. Oh, okay, I thought I saw hand signal. <laughs> I was just being excited. Okay. How over about the, this? Over that union. Most people are pretty repulsed by the thought of leeches. Leeches. But, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big guy, leeches. Huh? You, you've been talking to the cockroaches. You want some of what I got. But a man caught with 5,000 leeches in his luggage at a Canadian airport back in October loves them. Uh, National Geographic broke the story on Friday uh, saying that a dog discovered the leeches in the luggage at Toronto Pearson International Airport on October 17th. Do most airports have leech-smelling dogs? That's a good question. The man was charged with illegally importing an international species without a required permit and faces a court hearing in Toronto next month. The man reportedly told airport officials the leeches were for his personal use. And that uh, the leeches' wastewater would enrich his flowers. So I'm was, opening a leechitarium. He was using them for that particular purchase, uh, purpose. I'm sorry. And then one last thing: even New York City residents were baffled after they spotted a couch suspended about 25 feet up in a tree without explanation for days. Huh. 
The couch was photographed up the tree in a residential part of West 95th Street in Manhattan near Amsterdam Avenue on the Upper West Side. Neighbors said that it had been stuck in the tree for several days and there wasn't a known explanation. Huh. Uh, now, I got this story a couple of days ago, but at the time, they were unclear if the city had planned to remove the couch. I'm not sure if it's still up there or not, but nobody knows exactly. Yep. Sitting up in the tree. Why the couch is up in the tree. If I was a betting man, I would say somebody probably threw it out of a uh, uh, balcony apartment. Yeah, they got stuck there. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. We're going to take a break. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. We need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Painter Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. You know, you look forward to your weekends and uh, being able to do what you want to do leisurely, and then you have to go to the hospital. Or uh. spending it in the ER. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that always sucks. Mm-hmm. Yes, it do does. tell, Kathy. Uh, Jace ran face first into a wall in his flash costume. Oh, my oh God. man. <laughs> it shouldn't be as funny as it is. <laughs> I know. You know what? Fortunately, it uh, looked, and we thought originally it was much worse than it actually was. Uh, so the, all that happened was he knocked his two front teeth out, which were baby teeth anyway. Uh. Uh, and they were they were loose, you know, coming along. But, uh, yeah, so they're, they're out. They <laughs> just got fast-tracked just a little fast- yeah. Tracked, right, yeah. exactly. Um, and I'm, the other teeth, the the you know his adult teeth that were coming in um, were fine, and he has some you know a couple of cuts inside of his mouth, but for the most part is fine. We thought it was going to be way worse. I can't help but uh, chuckle and smile because I, as a superhero, <laughs> injured myself multiple ways as a kid. You know, running into things and trying to jump things and fly over things and Spider Man over things. Uh, so this well, is yes. yeah. so he was in the flash costume and he does this you know lightning flash run and he like <laughs> runs and then gets to a point and just comes to like a dead stop. Yes, and he's been which doing is what it. the flash does. Right, yeah. flash is like zip. He zips in, boom. He's right there. So he stops. Right so on, on, a, on a dime. That's what he's been doing, and he's been doing it up and down the hallway from my bedroom to his bedroom. Uh, and, and so yeah, the, the, he, the, the video is so cute of him because he's like you know full force running as fast as he can. But walls don't move. Right. Yeah. So he had sneakers on it, and I think the sneakers kind of got caught uh, as he tried to stop. And he, like, and it was like a hard, you know, a hard fall. And he didn't have time to, to put his hands out. So, yeah, teeth went right into the wall. Oh, that, like, no. so, Tears so, immediately. Like... Oh, my God. Yeah. So he does not do well with blood. And he actually, so uh, he has seen. He, I'm one, the fastest man on I earth. I know. I wonder where he gets it from. 
But he's seen uh, my niece get hurt before, and he started to pass out by looking at the blood. <gasps> oh, he's right. He's you. He's me, basically. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, the fact that there was a lot of blood and he could see it, you know, because I obviously put the, the um, some paper towels to stop yeah, the bleeding. Yeah. And so as I was taking them away and switching out paper towels, he could see it. And so he started to, like, almost pass out. And well, How uh, are you, Calf? You know what? Uh, I was okay. Like, immediately you want to freak out, but I, I just... I wonder if I have any appearance. I know. God, I gotta make some more. Well, because it's important, you know. Even if you are freaking out on the inside, for you to be calm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, and I have a hard time looking at it, so like I couldn't. Yeah. We were, um, we were with some of our neighbors, and two of my neighbors are doctors, so they both came over, and okay. you know, and they looked, and they said, "Listen, uh, you know, it's." It doesn't look terrible, but go and get it checked out. It sure. doesn't hurt to go and get it checked out. So we actually went to the um, uh, Chop ER in King of Prussia. Oh, yeah. They cater to superheroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they have a whole Marvel department. Well, I mean, yeah. Listen, and we show up in the, DC, I should say. in the ER with the Flash costume still on with blood dripping down onto the Flash costume. Wow, man. Well, it's yeah. red, so. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, we were in the ER, or I, I was with Seamus not too long ago. Uh, Avery had dropped a pipe on his face. And- <laughs> Right, the he, pipe. The, and he needed uh, stitches in his in his eyebrow. And the thing is, when that happens, and they're asking questions, they're asking the kid questions. I'm just like, all right, do they think I did this? Yo, you know yes. what I mean? Like, yeah. is that what they're getting at here? And I felt like, because did but, your mother put you in that flash costume after? Well, did you did you feel like that at all? Like, because no. all right, because they ask the no. kid questions, yeah. and they're like, you want to interject as a parent? Like, well, this is what happened. You know? No, but they, they did ask him the questions for sure, yeah. And, sure. He, yeah. and he answered, he said, I bashed my face on the wall being flash. Being flash. Oh, is that your father out there with the flat-brimmed hat? <laughs> <laughs> and how are you with uh, with comforting uh, as far as, uh, see, because I, I get it all wrong. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I got what do you do? I got it from my dad. So shake I, it off. Uh, no, not shake it off, but I'll look at it and get, yeah, that looks pretty bad. Oh. You know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, you know, Rochelle's yeah. like, okay, it's fine. Everything's going to be okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah that looks course. pretty bad. Probably going to need stitches. Oh, no, no, I, no, I don't no, know. They might have to set the bone on that one, you know? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're always going to have to eat through a straw. I can't imagine. I can't and, help it. I'm like, women attracted to you? Probably not going to happen. But I'm always like, yeah, it's bleeding pretty good. Yeah, we're going to have to take a jaw. <laughs> oh my god. No, of course. I'm like, it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a great doctor look I don't at it. I think you should have survived this. <laughs> I, I, Did you guys both I think the merciful thing would have been for you to die, but you know, you'll go on and live. I, there was one time where I was uh running around playing as a kid and I ran into there was a wasp flying and I just happened to be running at the wrong time and landed, got me right below my eye. Oh my you god. collided with a wasp. Collided with a wasp and it stung me right below my eye. Oh man. Which as you can imagine was extremely painful. And, uh, you know, after I'm going through all the pain and everything, and, and my dad says something like, uh, yeah, I had a friend when I was a kid. He got stung, almost lost his eye from that. And I was like, <laughs> 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 You better get oh, used to an eye patch because it doesn't look good. But your dad but must have I- savored the ability the, to take a crack at doing some eye surgery. But he, but that I, I inherited whatever that gene yeah, is yeah. of uh-huh. not being able to use the proper words to comfort them and just saying the obvious. Yeah, that's bleeding pretty good. Yeah, you know, I, I was, 
Yeah. I'm going to level with you, kid. It's not looking good. Was it both of you guys at the ER? Yeah, yeah. Both sitting there. Wow. All right, so his teeth, let me ask you about the teeth. So were they still in his mouth, or did they come out on the ground, or were they dangling by that little itty bit, and you had to yank it out? They didn't fall out on the ground. They were, like, jacked up, like, almost pushed up a little bit and, like, snag, snaggle tooth. Like, one was going one way, the other. And that's what I found so so hard to to look at. No, I didn't pull them out. He um, actually pushed the one out on the way to to the hospital, and then the other one came out the following morning. It's amazing he didn't break his nose. Thank God. I mean, when I tell you, there was so much blood. I thought... This is going to be, the, mm. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be bad. And, I mean, no stitches, nothing. He has a few little cuts in the mouth. And, of course, we were a little concerned about a concussion, too. What, yeah. about, what about the carpet? <laughs> no. Well, I was well, thinking, listen, he was so fairy? He was so excited oh. uh, the next day that I got the blood out of the Flash costume. Ah, there yes, you go. Yes, Casey, Tooth Fairy yeah. came. Yeah. I mean, what kind of coin does a... When a tooth is knocked, knocked out, out. That you get more coin for that. I yes. mean, you'll probably get mad at me. but uh, <laughs> You get a I mean, settlement. At the Tooth Fairy, but she brought 20 bucks. Yes. <laughs> well, we wow. Tooth Fairy always brought 20 bucks for the first tooth. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was more because you got bucks. knocked out. Yeah, when, you get it, when it gets knocked I was, out. I was hosed. <laughs> I got a quarter. Dude. I had a tooth come out on the show. I should have gotten $1,000. <laughs> 20 bucks ends up back in your pocket <laughs> anyway. But Jesus. Uh, Steve, I had a uh, superhero injury when I was a kid. Was, Did you? Yeah, I was doing the... Um, Superman on the swings. Of course, where you lay down on the swings. Yes. And, 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 and you, you know how Superman often flies forward and in reverse. Yes. And uh, I was in sixth grade, so I was probably a little old to be doing it, but I was doing it anyway and went back way too far and just slid forward face first right into ice and gravel. Oh. Yeah, it was a, uh, a nasty time of year. I got a concussion from it. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, here's somebody text in and said, uh, we had a friend whose son who did the same thing, meaning what Jace did, uh, Kathy, tripped face first into the wall, but teeth actually stuck in oh the drywall. Wow! As he pulled his face Honestly, stop and think about it. How do you get that angle <laughs> when, when your nose, right? Uh, well, I, I guess know. you could come, da- yeah, yeah. come down yeah. almost on it. And yeah. fortunately, your teeth snapping back protects your nose. Well, and you know what? There was a chip from the uh, paint from the wall that was stuck in, in <laughs> one yeah. of the wow. Yep, that was stuck in one of the teeth. Yeah. Wait a minute, I have to repaint the wall? <laughs> <laughs> the doctor goes, that's a nice color. What yeah. is that? <laughs> Can I take that chip? I, wanna, I match want my it. foyer to look this. Yeah, they'll match it at Home Depot. <laughs> I'm going to go to Ben. Hey, Ben, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank <laughs> you, Ben. What's your story, man? Hey, yeah, so uh, in ninth grade, I uh, I love climbing trees, Yep. and uh, I was about 50 feet up in a tree one time, and the branch broke, and I uh, I fell uh, and fractured my skull, my neck, my back, oh my, God. my right leg, and punctured my right lung, Jesus. and uh, I had to get airlifted to chop, wow. and so that night when my dad finally got in uh, to the hospital down at chop, he basically walked in, and the first thing he, he says when he looked at me, he says, you know, Ben, it would have been cheaper for a funeral. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah, it's like, Dad, some way, just do that. When my, my brother Thanks, had, had a uh, concussion falling off the balance beam, you know, in elementary school, because we're all practice gymnasts when we're in second or third grade. Anyway, he, um, he fell off. He got the concussion. My dad comes home from work. And um, Tom got a concussion at uh, at school today. And my dad goes, "Oh God damn it!" And I'm I'm standing there, and I go, "Kids in their concussions, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know is why my dad hated my guts for many years. Well, I've actually taken a couple of pages out of your book. When my kids cry, I ask them what's so funny. <laughs> oh. 
I'm, they, yeah. I'm crying. Oh, I'm sorry. It just tries him nuts. Uh-huh. Why are you laughing? Why I'm crying. No, it's so funny. That's so mean. I would <laughs> never. That is so mean. Never do that. Like a kid bowling his eyes out. What's so funny? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm crying. Oh. They don't find it funny. Really? Yeah. Wow. I do. I, yeah. I love your sense of humor, Steve. Thank you. That's why I'd be a horrible parent. Let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Morning, guys. How are you today? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, a couple. Uh, same thing happened to my daughter a couple of years ago. She was using um, two chairs as a set of swings, and you know, rocking back and forth on her arms. She fell and smacked her face or smacked her jaw on our slate cot. You know, slate oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She knocked out. Thank God she had her baby teeth. Then she knocked out four baby teeth, broke the top of her mouth. Oh. Um, so it was pretty. It was pretty traumatic. You know, blood everywhere. I was, you know, I was screaming like a little girl. But um, we got to the hospital, and I guess to Casey's point, where you know they were questioning her, they were questioning us. You know, yeah. trying to get me and my wife's story straight. You know what happened? I was like, yeah, I, I felt like saying no. I, felt, I took a bat to my daughter's jaw for no reason. But I was like, they were questioning. Us. Like it was getting kind of like nerve wracking at the point they were just possibly questioning us. But my daughter, thank God, she could talk, and she, you know, she kind of yeah. told the doctor what happened. Now be glad, be glad that they do question though, Joe, because you know, uh, yeah, no, there could yeah, be abuse not, going on, and and you know, but yeah, but, but, I, but I know what you mean. My my daughter, two times she had broken her her elbow, uh, and when we took her into uh, um, you know to have a look at, they made sure that they got the story from her about exactly what had happened. It's like in the Sixth Sense when she uh, she brings in Haley Joel Osment. He's got mm-hmm. the injuries. It's actually M Night Shyamalan playing the doctor who uh-huh. interviews her. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So actually, we have had between my two daughters, we had uh, these things called a uh, nursemaid's elbow. And yes. And oh, that's, yeah. yeah. What yeah. is that? Yeah. So it, I mean, it's essentially it's just a dislocation of like where the. Uh, elbow is you know what's that the ulna or whatever um and it's super super painful but it's really easy to set and they call it nursemaid's elbow because a lot of times kids will get it from parents yanking on their kids arms like get over here right i saw a woman do it to her kid at uh at the supermarket last week and i was oh yeah and all he wanted so they were trying to give him the uh Monopoly cards to play at the, you know, and yeah, he, so he went to go grab them. Yeah. And she was like, get over here. I was like, oh, he just wanted these, you know. Um, but that's not what happened with us. We weren't yanking our children's arms. The the uh, one time my wife is just taking a dress off of my daughter and <laughs> and, and, and oh. it just the dress yanked it. And then the other time she. I never was, heard of this. Yeah. She yep. was falling out of her chair and she went to brace herself and, and it came undone. Steve, the only. I mean, they just turn the arm and then they bend it, and it oh. goes right back in, Pops and, right back in. And, and it's not painful anymore. Wow! Hang on a second. I want to go to Justin. Justin, good morning, sir. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, my man. What's up? All right. No, I didn't know if you guys wanted like a teeth knocking out story. <laughs> sure, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got two. I got when I was um, <laughs> three or four. I think what happened was I. Well, I think I remember it. I had. Skates on my hands, like roller skates, and I was kind of just rolling across the floor using it and like pulling my knees along behind. Yeah, I, I wasn't smart. Um, I I rolled into a coffee table after losing control and knocked out three of my teeth on the corner of the coffee oh. table. Oh. Oh. Were they baby was, teeth? Were they baby teeth or permanent they were, teeth? They were baby teeth, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, a few years later, I think going up the steps, I used to live in Philly, so going up the little uh, concrete stoop in front of the house, I trip and fell face four and then jammed more of the teeth up into my gum. Oh, my God. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the tooth would go up into the gum? Yeah. Yeah, then you need surgery. 
Yeah, I messed up my teeth so many times as a kid. It was not pleasant. It's amazing how that happens, though. That has to be the exact right angle because, again, you'd think the nose would, the nose would, you know, Mm -hmm. take the the initial damage of a face plant. Mm. I knocked out a friend of mine's teeth by accident. Oh, me too. (laughs) Really? Oh man. Why one of them? So it was a friend of mine, Tony, and he was uh, over my house, and we were, I don't know, we like fifth, sixth grade or something like that. And he was laying on the floor on his back, and he had headphones on. He's listening to some music or something like that. And I we had a pool table. And I didn't realize that he couldn't hear me. <laughs> and so I grab, he's laying on his back, and I grab a, a cue ball. Oh, no. no. And I go, hey, catch. <laughs> and it landed on his chest. I yeah. thought he was going to catch it with his hand, so that's where I was throwing it to. It landed on his chest, bounce, boom. Oh, and knocked his freaking front tooth out, man. I mean, <gasps> out all the way. Or actually, oh, I- Actually, I can broke, feel it in my teeth. It broke it in half. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Oh, man, I felt horrible. Hey, remember playing King of the Hill? Remember yeah, that sure. game? Yeah, yeah, we were playing. We used to play in this guy's yard. He didn't have any kids. He just had a hill. Well, so we were you playing. young fellas like to play <laughs> over here. Uh, it actually had nothing. I'll make you some Kool-Aid. But we used to play King of the Hill at this guy's uh, hill all the time. But uh, this particular day was the day we saw Karate Kid. And I and I crane kicked Matt Matt in the face. Uh, I <laughs> Matt, didn't, Matt Matt? Matt was yeah. his name. Yeah. I crane kicked him right in the face, knocked his tooth out. Was he trying to make it to the top of the hill? Uh, no, we were both at the top of the hill. Oh my God. So you one, kicked him off? And what do you had to go? <laughs> we just saw Karate Kid. No, man. I'm not defending him. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are right. But hang on. Set the stage here. So, so I don't necessarily think we were playing King of the Hill at the time. At the time. I think we were just doing Karate Kid. So okay. you're just doing Karate Kid, and, and I, Matt Matt was... So uh, we, we were both, and he was, I was Danny LaRusso, and he was Johnny, yeah. and I cream-kicked him right in the face. So you full-on <laughs> put the arms up in the in the Sneakers wing, on wing and everything. Put him in the body bag. <laughs> and then you popped him in the face. That's a pretty good kick, Case. I know, and but like the thing is, like we weren't necessarily wow. fighting. We, yeah. you know, we were like shadow, you know, fighting or whatever. Yeah, okay. with, with full contact shadow fighting. So, <laughs> what what happened in the aftermath? Well, he lost his tooth, and then he ran home. You know, it was like I don't even know. If Matt Matt's running tooth. home. Yeah, but he had to. If he was running home with a bloody mouth, I'm sure he said, "Casey, <laughs> what Casey crane kicked me in the yeah, face." Totally. What year was this? Eighty four. Eighty four. So what so happened? Did, did, I was nine. He was eight. Yeah. Did, did his know, mom mom come over? No. But uh, at the end of the day, you were king of the hill. I was <laughs> right. So you never I got love... a, you never got to talking to about that? No. Wow. I mean, just, just, just kids, kids will be kids. out. Well, yeah. no, listen, it's fine, but you yeah. generally <laughs> my parents want an injury report if I'm coming home with a <laughs> yeah. bloody mouth. How did this happen again? You know? I... Well, we were crane kicking each other cuz of karate kid. Well, and that's the thing. You ended up whatever movie you just watched, you end up reenacting that. Like I remember we <laughs> How many ways, though, with that as a kid, how many ways should we have been dead? Yeah. Reenacting movies. We broke a table. We were running a house in Longport, and we went and saw break-in. And we ended up breaking a coffee table trying to windmill in the uh, in the living room of that house. Windmill? Yeah. You remember, like, that's the one where you kind of, like, you spin and... <laughs> oh, break dancing. Yeah, okay. break dancing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you do it? Uh, no. God, no. No. You could break a table. You could break a table. It, I'm, I'm thinking of the video we were watching this morning of the... It was, uh, I think it's Sri Lanka's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. And there's a, there's a karate guy who's... They're breaking boards over his arms, so he's, he's to- doing a total split. Yeah. And then he grabs, what, I guess, a whole bunch of boards... 
and slams them back into his head and knocks himself out. Knocks himself out. <laughs> and then he, he, he gets up, and, but he's, he's like, he's still going to continue doing... And everyone's going, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no. Steve absolutely cracked me up because he goes into the voice as if, as if he's the guy who goes, wait a minute. I, have, I haven't even done the thing with the fire yet. <laughs> what? Well, I oh, see. So they're breaking the over. Nick, if you could put this up on the web. Yeah. And I think the guy, to his credit, I think he has some sort of oh. han- a, a physical handi- handicap. handicap. So it's an amazing thing that he's able to do. But He does have talent. Is he doing this over a bed of nails? Uh, yeah, it yeah, looks like yeah. it. So they're watching him. Well, watch Casey. So he grabs his own board, slams himself in the head. Boop. Oh. <laughs> Knocks himself out. Falls oh down. God. Lands on his back. <laughs> now I see Is up. he knocked out? He's knocked out. Pulling... Oh, God. Yeah, he is. Oh, my God. Oh. And he gets up and he's... he's... Once he comes to, they walk him. He walks to the front of the stage and starts to continue the act. Like no, no, no. He's pushing him away. Saying, I'm no, okay. I'm not, I'm not done yet. So <laughs> no, I still got to do the fire trick. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh my god, that's terrible. Oh god, that's terrible. Uh, hang on a second. I want to go to a couple more calls here. Uh, I don't quite understand this one, but I'm going to go to Kurt. Hi, Kurt. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, morning. bitches. I'm sorry. We're watching this guy knock himself out again. Go ahead, man. So uh, about a year ago, I was playing basketball with my sons, and my 14-year-old was dunking on an eight-foot rim. Okay. And I was playing horse with my Mm 12-year-old. And my 14-year-old had one of his front teeth was already had been previously cracked in half and had a cap on it. Okay. And so I hear him start calling out in pain from across the basketball court, and I hear him say, my tooth came out really loud, and I go, which one, the good one or the bad one? And he said, both. And so the, the, the one that had the cap cracked in half, and that came off. And then his other one, he dunked the ball. The net slapped him back in the face and got caught on his good tooth and yanked it straight clean out of his head. The net did. The oh, net man. on the basketball net pulled oh. his tooth all the way. And have you ever seen the size of a front tooth when it's out of your yeah, head? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I have. Two inches, yeah. two inches long. Is it, it really? Long. Oh, my God. It was so long. It, and it rattled around on the floor for a little bit. We found it. He was freaking out. I was freaking out. We put it in a paper towel, and then I put it in a bottle of water, and I got him to the dentist's office. They had it back in his mouth within like like a half an hour from when it came out. They put a stint on it, and now it's as good as new. Wow. That's that's amazing. That. Yeah. You, you reminded me of Thanks, something Kurt. years ago. It was in junior high school. It was in gym class, and the kid goes running to do a layup and, you know, totally screws it up but goes running face forward into the pole. Yeah. And you hear, cling, and he bit the end of his tongue off oh, and he turned around and I'll never God. forget what the like you could see the inside Ooh, dude like Ooh. of the uh, tongue yeah. of the, oh, yeah. the yeah. what that looks like actually it, it, look, it looks sort of like a like a sponge you know yeah. Kathy like a sponge <laughs> stop it my brother bit a like, hole like in a his sponge tongue. it looked like a sponge oh. almost on the inside mm. yeah I believe it you know my buddy gonna, I'm going to Martin sorry I'd already hit the button hey Martin you're on the air good morning morning guys got what's up man all right. Uh, about twelve. When I was about twelve, I was playing my uncle in basketball. I did a layup as he was jumping. I jumped up into him. Yep. He came crashing down onto my head. I chipped his tooth into my head. <laughs> oh my! Oh! God. So there was a piece of tooth in your head? Yep. His tooth got stuck into my head. God Almighty! So the Is amount it of still there? Was, was pretty 
interested. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was no. if the tooth was still there, like a, you know, a bullet they might right. have. Right, we can't body. take it out or else you'll become very slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did did it? Uh, were you able to pull it out yourself, or did you have to go to a doctor to get it removed? I got. I pulled it out myself, and when I did that, it was just the, the faucet of blood was just going. It's wow. the truth, man. Mouth, Casey, uh, Kathy, as you were saying, the Thanks. amount of blood that gets generated from a like a mouth injury or a tooth getting <laughs> well, snapped or broken. I'm telling you, the blood was pooling in the bottom of his mouth that I thought the bottom teeth were gone. Like I oh, couldn't oh see. And that's how much blood there was. Yeah, and here you are. <laughs> this isn't your scene. No. Oh, my God, no. So you just jammed a bunch of paper towels in there and yeah. left and, them there? And like I said, like, my neighbors were doctors, and I was like, can you guys please look? <laughs> Fortunately, you've been sitting on the supply of uh, Beanie Babies for a long time. <laughs> I'm going to go to Fran next. Hey, Fran, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. What's up, ma'am? Um, so, yeah, I, listening to you guys uh, talk about the teeth, my son, when he was about six years old, he's about 13 now, he was uh, on his bicycle, and he ran his his face into the front handlebars of the bicycle. Yeah. That's a common tale, yeah. Four, yeah. It knocked out his four front teeth, and like the guy said before me, those teeth are so long, they're like two inches long out of your mouth. So he was a bloody mess, and my wife threw him in the van and, and took him down, was trying to take him down to Paoli, and uh, Paoli, she called Paoli, and Paoli said, take him down to CHOP. So she got on 76. And it was bumper-to-bumper traffic. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, so she started to drive the shoulder, and cars kept cutting her off, thinking, you know, she's just yeah, trying to get yeah. Her yeah. Traffic, You know? Yeah. So she called 911 and said, could I just get a police escort so I can, you know, just get my kid to the hospital? And they said, pull over. We're calling an ambulance. So she pulled over. I'm on my way from 202, so I meet her on 76 at the same time the ambulance gets there. When the ambulance sees my son, and he's a bloody mess, just, you're right, the amount of blood. So um, they see him, and they say, okay, we're not taking him in an ambulance. This isn't your call. It's ours. We're calling a chopper. Oh, oh my God. God. You you go from, I'll drive him himself to the helicopter. Him. Wait, for teeth knocked out, though? Exactly. So, well, I, and, and again, when they said to us, it's not your call, it's ours, we were like, okay, good, at least we're not going to get, you know. Then that, I don't know they why. The helicopter probably... shows up, we're getting a battleship. There's no way. <laughs> but they probably looked at him and thought it was like, Much worse. like my situation. Yeah. You think it's way worse. Also, I would hope exactly. a medical professional would take a look and do an actual assessment. But no. So, anyhow, did the chopper come? Yes. Yeah, so, they shut down 76. <laughs> Wow. In both oh directions. Wow. For miles and rush hour. And uh, the helicopter landed. They put Johnny in the helicopter, took off. They flew, and the firemen that were there said, okay, we're going to let you and your wife go ahead of the traffic, and then we'll let the traffic go after you. So we made the news that night of my wife and I driving, barreling down. <laughs> trying to get down to hey, the- go ahead, President. Fran, how much did that end up costing you, man? Oh my God! The airlift. Yeah. I want to say it was like sixty grand, and it was a five-minute trip. Oh. Sixty thousand dollars. You remember yeah, yeah. we we were talking about this just a couple of weeks ago. There's a fifty fifty grand tab for an airlift. Yeah. So, yeah. but now your wow. insurance covered that, Fran. I hope. It, yes, it was covered. You know, insurance does what they do, but uh, yeah, it was it was in, in, uh, covered for most. Wow. Of That's why, honestly, I tell you, if you can make the investment. Buy a helicopter. Buy your yeah, own you know, because <laughs> honestly, yeah, in the long right. run. All right, thanks, Fran.
Now, you remember there there was somebody who was looking for um they were looking for assistance in it because in, their insurance wasn't going to cover it. Yeah. It was like it was like 30, 40, 50,000. dollars and and they there was no way shape or form that they could afford it and a lot of people don't know that. You know, we're calling in, a, you know, Air Airmed. You, you don't you just think, look, we we got to get to the hospital. Can you bargain? Can can, can it be a blimp? Wow. Okay. Well, anyhow, uh Flash got his teeth knocked out. Uh, but he looks uh, good, man. Baby teeth. So they were going. They were going anyway. Interesting. Thanks for your stories. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break. Be back in a second. Activate the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. I give you Robert Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I partaked in some of those cups. You partaked. <laughs> I partaken. It is hard not to. It's very hard, and it's it's hard when you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Uh, what's up, buddy? Good to see you too, man. Yeah, welcome back to Philly. Thanks for coming. I'm, I'm I'm glad to be back. I love this town. Uh, we we were talking. I don't know if you remember years yeah. and years and years ago. The first time we met you in person, oh it, was, it was at a Maxim magazine event. Yes, you hosted the truck. You hosted it. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't tell you anything about what you had to do. You just you were winging it, but you did a great job. Well, they, well, here's the funny part: it was hosted by Coors Light, which is a very religious company. Uh, <laughs> and they said, "I, I said, God damn, yeah," because the girl was spinning. Uh, this girl was literally naked, yeah, spinning on her head. I mean, things were just popping out. Yes, and that, she was a talent competition. Of course, sure, that was sure. her talent. And I was, I was, I went, God damn. They come up after me. They went, listen, could you not you just say God damn when yeah. we refer? I go, but there was a naked girl standing <laughs> yeah. on her head. Yeah. Yeah. I go, that, that, well, what about that? I yeah. mean, you know, I remember there was a collective gasp from the audience. Like, what? I didn't even know if that was in the rules that they could do that, but she was. But there was no rules. <laughs> you're literally having just a hot girl competition. Right, right, yeah. She spun on her head. Uh-huh. Na- like, literally. And I'm, I went, God damn. And that's, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's when I knew we're in trouble. Yes. That's when I knew this country's in trouble. Downhill yeah. from yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, you could do this to a bunch of local girls, but me right. saying, God damn, to a God, some guy who walked on water. Okay, good for you. Yeah. I don't even know what God you're talking about. About. What if I was talking about my God? Right. I can't say God damn to my God? Yeah. What, That's uh, right. All gods? Yes. Okay. Whatever. It, it was by selection. Uh, I complimented before you. Uh, That's why we... I, I, I'm sorry. Go, no, I, go ahead. I hate. That's why, like, weddings. I don't go to weddings anymore. I can't. Like, I, I don't. Weddings, yeah. Because in your when you hit 45, all of a sudden your life becomes funerals and weddings. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Par- 20s and 30s parties and orgies and good times. And <laughs> you get a bunch of lamb nets, you save them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my, yeah. I'm going to save these. And then around 45, you realize, let me throw these out. Yeah. And this, po- I just threw all my posters out yesterday. Did oh, you? Yeah. Oh, my. I, the Crow. Wow. Uh, true, true romance. Oh, the prophecy. Oh, they're all gone. So. Oh man, you, you, you had some good ones. So what? What prompted this? Uh, this Be, purge? Because it's it's just it's it's. Oh, listen, man. I don't like, I don't go to weddings anymore either. It's yeah. Just, yeah. People invite you to a wedding, and I'm like, I'm not going because yeah. it's it's garbage. It's it's it's. You want me to go to this event? You haven't been to church. In nine years, mm-hmm. somehow you're standing in front of the Lord Jesus on the altar yeah. wearing white. You scissored two of the bridesmaids <laughs> a, a week and a half ago in Vegas. Now we're all going to hell because we're in, now we're all in on this. Okay? Okay? Right, you're complicit. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> you know, uh, you send the gift. 
Yeah. yeah. You send the gift and you say, yeah. And 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 the best <laughs> wedding invitation is like, listen, it's okay, got it. You don't need to come. Yeah. That's why destination weddings are always to me. You're sort of saying, listen, if you can make it great, if you can't, that's fine. A destination wedding to me is just is, uh, first of all the save the date thing. I, I'm not putting. Look at I spent thirty eight hundred dollars on a stainless steel fridge <laughs> with water and crushed ice. And a built-in soda stream. Wow! You fa- my kid, my five-year-old's art doesn't go in that fridge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind your dumb face. So don't send me that stupid magnet that yeah. I'm tossing in the garbage. <laughs> right, right. Right. Robert, I have a friend who's actually he's a, a football ref for the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. and he's thinking about hanging it up after this year. And one of the things he's because from late August through yeah. December, yeah. his weekends are shot. Like you know, but it, it shot. You know, at uh, um, Notre Dame, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not going to, like, but one of the things he said was, you know, I, I missed two weddings last year. Yeah. I go, yeah. is that a... Is that a bad thing? Is that a bad yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have a built-in excuse. Yeah, I, I actually eloped. I'm so against weddings. I think, what I think it is, is it's people want to pre- pretend they're royalty for a day. That's, that's it. it. That's it. There's and, a lot of that. That's exactly what, because you mm-hmm. saw the, if you just remember the prince and the uh, the English, when they got, how big that was, and mm-hmm. she's wearing the, we're trying to recreate that yeah. on a very small scale. You're literally spending money you don't have. <laughs> you can take that money and buy a townhouse, yeah. rent it out, and have property in around third. You literally don't you don't have the money yeah. you're sucking everybody drive now all the people that come have to spend 200 right. on a babysitter and another couple hundred on this now everybody's out cash they work so hard for just to see you two just nothings okay you're regular ugly people like the rest of us Okay, you're not and you want to be a queen, a princess, and a, you're not. You're losers from Jersey. Okay, get it together, Robert. You're right. It's financially counterproductive for everybody. Everybody, and here, and I, they're all the same. By the way, yeah. no matter no matter how much it's how much is spent, yeah. it, it just is polished more, perhaps. But they're all in essence the exact well, same th- thing. That's what everybody says. Oh, ours is going to be different. Uh, well, is it at my house on Saturday? Am I naked eating unlimited wheat thins? Then it's not different. It's not fun. I, I actually eloped and my it, it sucked too. Because yeah. I told my wife, I go, I don't believe in what I believe in marriage. Yeah. I believe in committing to somebody. I don't believe in the wedding. Uh, it's a waste of money. And how'd that go over? Well, she goes, let's elope. I go, yeah. I love you. But then she goes, I want to do it in Maui. I'm like... There's a VFW down the street. There's an Applebee's next to that. There's a Holiday Inn Express next to that that serves honey buns at 6 in the morning, as many as you want. That's a $350 wedding. Yeah. And we eat riblets and honey buns. <laughs> riblets. Done deal. She wants to, she's got me flying coach to Maui, right? Because yeah. oh, it's, it's around a $15,000 vacation. Yeah. yeah. I'm in coach holding my boobs. You know, I'm holding my, <laughs> just because I'm chubby. So I'm in, I'm, yeah. I'm just, that's what, the only, uh, she sleeps like a kitten. She weighs a buck ten. Yeah. Best sleep she's ever had. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. I literally. I remember praying on the plane yeah. that it crashed. Oh no! I'm not kidding. I was like, I, I was so angry on this plane, mm-hmm. like over the Pacific. I remember we were over the Pacific, and I was like, I hope this plane crashes. Yeah, yeah. And I hope she lives, <laughs> and everybody dies, including me. I want to die, but I want to die in front of her. I want to die like as we land. I'm like, honey, and then it, and I catch on fire. And she's like, no. And she realized for four years she has to stay there by herself. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like so her her mustache grows back. I want I want her mustache to grow back. That's how bad. And that's wow. when they find her. Like, oh, there's a guy in a rock. No, that's my wife. <laughs> I was, she, and was, you couldn't say she couldn't sense the ire. Uh, we got there. Here's the problem. You know, we stayed at the uh, the Fairmont, nine hundred and ninety dollars a night. Great hotel. Great hotel. Uh, no private beaches in Maui. They're all public. Right. So I was on a beach with a better wedding. Right next to me. <laughs> so it's me by myself in a ring of flowers mm-hmm. and this this beautiful wedding next to me. And a, an English guy and his son, his fat little fat <laughs> bulldog son, mm-hmm. just staring at me. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, I, I videotaped it. Yeah. I videotaped it. I had a videographer there. And he had a le- if you went an inch to the left, a better wing, inch to the right, there was just a fat English family watching. <laughs> and I remember she bought a five thousand dollar wedding dress. Okay, she dressed me in flip flops, khakis, and a Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally looked like the guy who checked us in at the hotel. Right? <laughs> what, what, what? People walking up to me going, "Where do we rent bikes?" I'm like, "This is my wedding." <laughs> how did you dodge the bullet of? of uh, she's all formal. How did she? She was not into having you in a tux or something. No, that was she. That was her. Her idea, her no talks. I would be comfortable. She, you know, she put. I mean, she looked beautiful in the dress. Yeah. I have to say that when she got out of the limo, I almost started crying. Oh, uh, well, that's cool. Until she hit the sand, then she looked like somebody recovering from a spinal cord injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever see a you ever see a hot chick walk in the sand? They all look stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. yeah. They all look dumb. Watch that movie Ten with Bo Derek. She's no, running yeah. in the flat, wet sand. Yeah. If she was running in regular dry sand, she would look like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Dudley Moore would have went the other way and laughed at her. Uh, yeah. Robert, yeah. I have a friend who's going to a wedding tomorrow. And um, listen, this is coming from a divorced person. So yeah. I, I, I know of what I speak. But this, this person that is getting married yeah. is 21 years old. She just had a baby like three weeks ago. Yeah. They, they've been together for five years. Yeah. It's a high school romance that has now evolved into a wedding tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I want to reach out to these people and say, just don't do it. Yeah, and and I, don't, I don't mean to be a jerk about it. Yeah. Because I'm sure that they're very much in love today. But you don't have to get married to do that tomorrow. You don't. You have. Look, you don't. You can get married. You don't have to have a wedding. Yeah. You don't have to mess up everybody's Saturday, and 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 <laughs> suck your bank at your father, your poor father, well, and not just <laughs> that poor guy who's at the end of his life. He's probably got arthritis. He's probably some ailment. He's not telling anybody that's going to take him out sooner than later. He just doesn't. He wants to be a stoic guy. He's got enough money to take care of your mom if something happens, and then you come along and meet Dudley Durack. And all of a sudden, he's going to suck his bank account dry again and go paint somewhere or get a part-time job yeah. in his 60s because you're a selfish little princess. Knock it off. You're right. a regular ugly person. Just go to City Hall. Get If you really love somebody, you don't need a wedding. You just get married if you really love somebody. Well, we, and listen, we were a big – what you're saying has a lot of validity. I believe in the marriage over the wedding. I've seen too many oh. phenomenal weddings. Pull out all the stops. The Brooklyn Botanical – all this stuff. And they, they 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 get divorced. Yeah. So so and then you start in debt. And you're right. You're sucking the family, the Here. the father of the bride. It, you're just killing him. Here's a text that says, "I'm getting married in June. It's going to cost me over eighty thousand. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Yeah. In Texas too. You could buy literally. Three houses in Texas. Three houses in Texas. Wow. You can literally be the king of your town if you did if you didn't do that. If you're just tuning in and told Robert ahead of time, we may have to put some things together. And he said, "Good," because he actually had a question. Yeah, some questions here. Uh, there's some nasty traffic on the Schuylkill Expressway. Big, uh, you know, big shocker. Yeah, exactly. But our friend Dr. Mike Sarigliano, yeah, uh, from Fox 29, is here. What's up, Dr. Mike? You know, <laughs> I'm not used to traffic because I get up early and yeah. I get home late. 
It was a nightmare. Yeah. Civility has tanked. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever noticed when you're coming on the Schuylkill, getting off on City Line, there's a line? It, yeah. it, it's the right. Bataan Death March. But then everybody goes on the right side yep. and cuts in front. Of course. So then I tailgate the guy in front of me because <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Going to let somebody pull in front of me? Don't Damn you have right? the Don't you have the MD thing on your uh, on your uh, tags? Right. No. Your no, no, but I get chest pain, so I need an MD. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Unbelievable. Doctor Mike is going to give us flu shots this morning, and uh, Robert said he'd get one if yes. if you got right. an extra. Yeah, but you did have a question for Doctor Mike, and listen, he is a wealth of medical knowledge. Whatever you got, he can handle. Finest doctor in the city. Right, look at yep. this lump. Is this bad? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we did that before with cases. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, all right, last, I, I've been fine. I just got a colonoscopy. I got the, the upper endoscopy. I get everything done fine, right? But last night, uh, this morning, I went to sit down. I noticed a little last night. I went to sit down, and it hurt. Just mm. sitting down but hurt. But, like, uh, not hurt. on my, not on my octopus. <laughs> <laughs> not on your octopus. <laughs> all right. Oh, dead octopus, if we're being, if we want to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. what it really looks like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, the inner cheek. You understand me? Yeah. Like on the like, if you were to take it open and open it up, right? Mm. Might have a boil. I'm there. so sorry, ladies. <laughs> I'm ruining everybody's cup. No, and seafood too. A no, boil? I'm, yeah. What's a boil? A I'm boil. right there with you. It could be what's called a fur uncle, which is a little. <laughs> you have to stop. I think I, I believe you just said. I believe you just said fur uncle. <laughs> fur uncle. Did you say fur or a carbuncle? It could be a number of things. All right, we're in the bunkle family. A little carbuncle or fur uncle. Are we talking right behind the back of the scrotum? Like where the scrotum meets? No, No, No. the wrinkle? No. No. Not the wrinkle. Is it more towards the back end? Okay, Okay. so if you went where the the little, the The eye is, the the, the center of the universe. Right. Yes, yes, the rectum. Yeah, the the love spot. The anus. Yeah, Yeah, the kissing angel. (laughs) Right. Okay. You're God, guys. (laughs) You know what I'm going to get in trouble again. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. If you, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to describe it. Yes. If you go, if you go where the guardians of the galaxy guard. Yes. And you go straight up. Up on the left side, if yes, you, on the left side, yes, right in the cheek there, right. It, it's not. I don't know if it's a pimple, right. Or, I think it might be a little abscess, a, a little abscess, an abscess. What do you mean? That's a little. Uh, what happens is you have a hair follicle that gets impacted. There's a little follicle, and the and it gets backed up, yeah. and you can get a uh, an abscess there. Really? Now, yeah, do I have my wife to remove it? Let she pull it out with her teeth? <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> How do we get this out? Oh, well, do I have to hire somebody? This uh, sounds is like, there an ointment? This, this sounds like a job for a hooker. No, I don't. <laughs> if you can write me a prescription, if you can write a prescription, then I could show you. He will. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is there something, an ointment or a hooker? Or what would you use? Well, no. It need, I'm, if it gets big and painful, it needs to be drained. It need, you need to go see <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just use the word drain? Drain, yes. Well, how do you do you watch it? Seinfeld? Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the ass man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's who you need. You need somebody, a proctologist or a rectal specialist, because a an a rectal abscess can be a big problem. It can get very big, very large, and very serious. Really? So are, yeah. are you are you feeling pain? So last night you felt it as you sat down. Have you felt it since? Well, this morning when I went to sit down, I was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh, maybe I got a little roidy roid. You know what I mean? Which a happens. Roider. Yeah, a little get a little yeah. prep H, a uh, little uh, baby wipe, which I love. Does 
Does that sound like a hemorrhoid to you, uh, Dr. Mike? But it was no. on the, it was well, on the I, outside. I don't think so. He said on the side. Yeah, right. On the side. That's so what listen, I realized. teaching point. You yeah. listen to the patient, they will tell you the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. He said on the cheek. Right. So the cheek is probably an impacted follicle mm-hmm. or a rectal abscess, yeah. and that's what needs to be dealt with. So it on, can be very bad. On this end, is there anything about it? Is there anything that he can do to to rid himself of it, or should he have it looked at? I, I, if it gets worse and doesn't get better, then I think you need to get looked well, at. Well, should I put a tea bag on it? <laughs> yeah. toothpaste? Well, Is there anything you can help me with now? There's, I, so we don't I, what I would do, I would start with soap and water. Yeah. Do you yeah. clean after you? <laughs> no, I've never cleaned. I've never, I've never done that. He's never gets, cleaned his rectum. Yeah, I'm Irish Catholic. It's yeah, against yeah. our religion. It's dirty. It's dirty. No, I clean to... my bum. What is wrong right. with you? I don't know. Well, look at me. You can look at me. You look fine. Yes, I'm not homeless. I don't have dirty knuckles. I'm a clean person. You'd be surprised what okay. I see. Right. Like the There's, bottom line is you I, just wash with soap water. If it doesn't get better, mm-hmm. all right, then, yeah. then we need I've, to get I've actually had this issue before. What you don't want to do is go, like, picking at it. No. no. you got to leave it You want to lick it. Right. You want to lick it. <laughs> oh, my God. Should, should I, I should get a pug? There's, there's, a, a there's, pug. A, there's an ointment. <laughs> get a pug. <laughs> there's an ointment. It's called a drawing ointment. <laughs> yeah. It's a salve, actually. It's called Prid Salve, and it draws out... You know, stuff. Right. The, the the thing is, one, you don't want to break the skin because mm-hmm. the skin is the barrier to right. bacteria. Right. Yeah. I think you have an abscess in there. And, yeah. and the salve is okay, but if it doesn't get better, get it checked out. Now, You're not a diabetic, are you? Well, uh, that's pretty rude that you just looked at me and looked at my, my boobs. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Let's, let's be honest. But let's be honest what you did, okay? You, know, you saw me physically and you went, You're, you went, it was, you sound like my wife. Your passive aggression is like <laughs> over the top. You're I'm not a diabetic, are you? You should have just said, hey, hey fatty, no uh, cupcakes no. for you. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. I'm pre. If, I'm pre. I would be pre. Uh, okay, right. I'm pre because a lot of stuff. The reason I say that is because yes. if you have diabetes, yes. your white cells aren't able to fight off infection yes. as uh, good as it. That's why. All right. Yeah. Actually, I think you're rather cute. But uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Why are you yeah. not checking it right now? <laughs> I mean, what, am I, what do I have to do, Doc? I got gloves. You guys no, got to no, go no, to no. the other room. No, no, no. We'll do it. Yeah. I'm going to try the solve first. Listen, we, we do have, camera, us, we have cameras. Yeah, he's, he, he's, 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 he's been all around us. He's, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to try the pulling so, out stuff. So we're going to do, real quick, let's do this. We may have to do this right. off air, but let's discuss real quick yeah. a few yeah. shots and why we need them and, and now, why is now the time to get them. Okay, now's the time near the end of September, early October, because you want to have protection till the end of the flu season. That's why at Penn, we give them at around this time. Okay. And the reason reason you need it, last year was one of the worst flu seasons I have ever experienced. In fact, my boy Nicholas yes. ended up getting the flu, even though he got the flu shot, and he ended up with a post-viral pneumonia. He was in the hospital for oh. a couple of days at CHOP. Yeah. So we must get the flu shot, and I think it's going to be a bad year. We heard about those cases where planes were coming from uh, uh, people. Quarantine. They had yeah. The, uh, yeah, ven- ven- we almost lost vanilla ice. Uh, he was on the, one of the flights. Ma- yeah. Many of them had the flu. And you don't think about the flu until now. Yeah, well, here's the deal. So so to that point, and again, if you get the flu shot, it's not 100% you're guarantee you're not going to get the flu. But it's the odds are in your favor that you're going to – it's a protector. Yeah. I, I hear that all the time. So let's answer the, the misnomers. Out right. there. One, you don't get the flu from the flu. Right. You get perhaps – flu-like symptoms because your body is building an immune response. It's mounting an immune response. Right. Secondly, if you get the flu shot and it's only 
30% effective. It's 30% more than zero. There you go. And when we had the H1N1 uh, flu epidemic, people that did the best were older folks who had gotten flu shots year after year after year. And finally... The flu kills. It kills about 30,000 people a year. And you don't want to do that. If you look at the statistics from last year, 80% of the kids that died from the flu were not immunized. How many people are killed by carbuncles? Now that we know. <laughs> yeah, what? <Or> furbuncles. <laughs> furbuncles. Furbuncles. Well, I have a zero mortality rate when it comes to, to I, butt I'm issues. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to die. He is the, he's, I'm going to be the first yeah. person to die from a furbuncle. Fur yeah, 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 I want to go in the room. I want to read a Robert medical Kelly book. Kelly was found dead in his hotel today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, his furbuncle exploded <laughs> <laughs> and, and knocked the door out. The maid is hurt, too. Well, uh, we, uh, while we're on air, you just... Gonzalez says she heard an explosion. <laughs> Since we're here, should we have Robert be our, uh, sure. our test subject? And, yeah, and get take your the, shirt uh, off. Uh, uh, Relax, Doc. We're trying, to, right, trying to get down my pants my shirt off. <laughs> you still having your uh, your big barbecue out at your house? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. A bunch yes. of comedian buddies come it, over? Well, it's actually getting less comedians now because the kid has friends, so I have to invite the friends oh. and, and their parents. Yeah. And I was hoping they didn't show, but apparently they uh, they do. Do they? Do they? Do you have a lot of? Because uh, uh, you, you know, obviously, you're you're a celebrity. Do you have people who are just coming over for that sort of hey, hey, there he is, pointing factor? Or do you have to you have to sort of do you have to sort of vet them a little bit? Or no, does it or I does let, it matter to you? I let them come. I just, yeah. You know, it's annoying when you try to. I you really can put can't... your arm over here and hold on. All right, can you stop talking to me like that? <laughs> <laughs> are you allergic I mean, to anything? Do you have any bedside manner at all? <laughs> what, what the hell is going on? I'm going to go right in the... Uh, in the right, you asked me if I'm allergic and, and you're not even me. waiting. Can I answer that question before you <laughs> stick a needle in me? Who is this Frankenstein? <laughs> He's our doctor. No, do you have any? <laughs> no, I, I do not. I'm, I'm, thank you for waiting. I do not have an. I'm not allergic to anything. Now you, you'll notice. I, I'm, I'm noticing that you're rubbing the alcohol real hard. Right. How about a little sensitivity? How, How about, am I going to let you down my pants if you're not gentle? <laughs> I'm gonna, Hashtag me too. <laughs> Uh, I double swap. Yeah, he double swaps. He's a double swap. Yeah. It's like, it's like right. wearing two condoms. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Right, relax. You're I'm, tense. Buddy, I'm you're tense because you're yelling at me. You're like my second stepdad. All right, needles in. You're my second stepdad. He was a yeller, too. Yeah, he's a yeller. Uh, and he's almost done. And uh, there you go. You're ba bam. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. There's nothing. You know and improve Robert Kelly. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Yeah, he's got to make sure we cover that. It's very rough. I don't like it. He's very. I kind of like it now. Yeah. I don't think I'm kind of into it. <laughs> Wait, he grabbed my arm. It's the best of both worlds. It's a doctor and Pulp Fiction at the same time. Uh, all right, there you go. You're all set. Oh, yeah. thank you. There you all right, go. What were we talking about? Oh, the barbecue. The barbecue. Yes. And uh, celebrities, uh, people. No, I mean, pretty cool. I mean, it's, just, it's hard for me to talk to a guy with his phone on his belt. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I literally have the funniest people in the world sitting over there. Yeah. And then I got to go talk to a guy who, you know, has his clip, a phone clip belt, and he's checking. There's but only, I think, two people that can, that uh, it's acceptable, yes, right? Yeah. Uh, one is an Doctors. engineer, and a, the other is a doctor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? That's yeah. it. Yeah, if you live near me, unacceptable. <laughs> um, but it's it's all right. I mean, you know, uh, this year, Colin, you know, when the stars don't show up, <laughs> Colin didn't show up this year. So, okay, so Colin Quinn does not show up. But now he is, yeah. I, I assume he's, I, is he the, is he a home run at a barbecue? Well, he's great at a yeah, barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to have, uh, we had, uh, Keith didn't show up this year. 
Keith Robinson. Okay, right. He's the guy I originally did the barbecue for. All right. Because Patrice used to do the barbecue yep. a, in Jersey City in his backyard. Well, not a backyard. It, it was a driveway. <laughs> it was literally a driveway. A, like, a Jersey was, driveway barbecue. It was, well, it was so funny. You, you would tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the backyard. It was the, his garage right. and, in a townhouse. But <laughs> other people would have their barbecues. Right. Yeah. So it was just this barbecue in a driveway. But mine is actually in a backyard with fun stuff. But Yeah, like an yeah, actual barbecue. It, it's it, you know when the but now if you look there's Joe List there's uh, Dan Soda Stavi Baby Mikey Vecchione so it's well, look at the, the picture guys. you got yeah. a good collection it's, Norton shows up to these right yeah Norton comes okay. yeah Norton comes definitely comes what about Big J did he show up there with his uh, gloves bit, bit, no I won't let him in the backyard with mittens in the summer <laughs> yeah, yeah all the kids go they think a clown showed up <laughs> yeah it doesn't happen yeah. who, who is so I was complimenting you I was before you we went on about the Ridge Voss roast which yes. is an old style hilarious roast we had Bonnie McFarlane and talking about it before it came on. VossRoast.com. Yeah, and uh, so, but that, and, and yeah. they, they, Big J's on it, and they were they, he, yeah. he kept getting it for the fingerless gloves and all that stuff. Yeah. But you, sir, you you kind of stole the whole evening. You were hilarious. Well, you know what you see, you're talking about this roast is is that we, look it, nobody knows what a jackass Rich Voss is <laughs> more than me. Really? Colin yeah. and his wife and Jim. We, and Jim. we all know each other. Yeah. We know the deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> Secrets we have, and that's what a roast should be. Right? I love those guys dearly. Yeah. I mean, dearly. They're the best people in my life, and, and you can tell. That's why I can say, Jim, you just be gay. <laughs> <laughs> just unlucky you know, in love. Stop hiding it. <laughs> you're not bi. You're a full blown gay, <laughs> and and he can la- and yeah. he can laugh at it. Right, you know right. what I mean? And yeah. then he'll come back and smash me about my boobs. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it. It was one of the funnest things, and and everybody that was there recognized it too it was probably one of the funnest events it was all full of comics too by the way yeah like yeah. It, it was great it was like an old style friars club roast yeah yep. you know yeah uh, it looked great so yeah it was so unbelievable that's nice listen we gotta wrap but don't buy it because i don't want rich to make any oh. money <laughs> i'm sorry i already bought it oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh we gotta wrap it up unfortunately robert but we love having you by here man Thank thanks you, so hopefully you got some sage medical advice and or a date, your, uh, or or a or a date. Yeah, i'm definitely yeah, exactly. getting a pug Take care uh, of my fur buckle. Robert Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. We'll take a break. We're going to get finish getting our uh, flu shots from Dr. Mike Sirigliano, Penn Medicine, and Fox 29. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. A tragic case report involving a fatal helping of leftover spaghetti. Oh, man. Is gaining attention after a doctor featured the death on his popular YouTube channel. According to the initial report, a student in Belgium identified as AJ became sick after eating spaghetti and tomato sauce that had been prepared five days earlier. Oh, man. The report's authors said the spaghetti had been stored at room temperature before the 20-year-old used the microwave to warm it up. Immediately after eating, he left home for his sports activities, but returned 30 minutes later because of a headache, abdominal pain, and nausea. After At his arrival, he vomited profusely for several hours, and at midnight had two episodes of watery diarrhea. 
He uh, all sounds good. He did not receive any medication and drank only water. After midnight, he fell asleep. The next morning, 11 a.m., his parents were worried because he didn't get up. And when they went to his room, they found him dead. So why, how did he, did he just die of dehydration? Or no, what? no. Postmortem examination determined that he had died at 4 a.m. and a significant B serious, uh, a, which is. Uh, which is a uh, food poisoning organism. Serious is spelled C-E-R-E-U-S. So it's in B, serious, B, 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 serious. Yeah, we're found in samples of the leftover pasta. Uh, the doctor, uh, who is a licensed provider trained and based in the U.S., explained that the spoiled pasta had shut down A.J.'s liver. I've never heard oh, of that before. Oh, no. So I've eaten, I've eaten old spaghetti like Hell in the yeah. all the time. Yeah. You, you and I talked about we'll eat spaghetti. I was out of the can. I've had I've eaten, like, pizza that sat out on the table for a day and a half. Of course. Yeah. I can't do leftovers out of the fridge more than a day after it's been in there. Oh, I, I, I just can't. No, I can. go for a week. Yeah. I just had a whole box of Arm & Hammer. Wow. Yeah. That's still there for months. I want to know how you... Years <laughs> even. This is great. What's how do you keep leftovers for a whole week without eating them? Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you just miss it. Jealous. You have no leftovers in your refrigerator. <laughs> Monopoly. It's just a board game, but people can get very competitive while playing it. Kansas City, Kansas Police tweeted about an incident that happened recently in which officers were called to a harm... Uh, a harm... <laughs> A home. <laughs> we need you to go to a harem. <laughs> After they got a report. That kind of day. <laughs> what would you find at a harem? <laughs> Look at his face. Nobody's harem. Harem. I harem. <laughs> what is it, it, about it, it really just tongue. kills the story. It's a great story, but, <laughs> but right, so my, it, my flub just killed it. They I, get me so many. They times. do. Yeah, you yeah. love slips of the tongue. Oh, there was one when he said Albrise. I was like <laughs> for days. I was so thinking Albrise. Albrise. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hiccuping. Uh, because hiccuping they're funny. Like horse stammer. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> that is hilarious. Horse stammer is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. Back to you, Preston. Thank you. All so right. they, they arrived at the horse. Officers were called to a home. Yeah. After they got a report of aggravated battery, uh, they found the victim was playing Monopoly with his cousin when they began to argue. The cousin's girlfriend then hit the victim and shoved him into a mirror and had uh, injuries that required stitches. See, I start throwing fists the second someone suggests we play Monopoly. The suspect <laughs> fled the scene and no arrests had been made at the time of this story. God, I hate that game. A New York woman sat vigil for days at her dying brother's hospital bedside, authorized doctors to stop life support, and was arranging his funeral when officials revealed that it had all been a big mistake. The man was not her brother at all, but a stranger with a similar name. So she was sitting... I'll explain. Oh, please. I'll explain. I, I don't even know how this could happen. Sherelle Powell is now using a Bronx hospital, or suing, I'm sorry, a Bronx hospital over the case. <laughs> you know, I was so happy with your service. I'm going to use you from now on. <laughs> suing a Bronx hospital over the case of mistaken identity, saying that she and other relatives were put through more than a month of unnecessary grief. Said, I was worried, hurt, crying, screaming, calling everybody. It was a horrible feeling. Her actual brother, Frederick Williams, was alive. But unbeknownst to his family, he was locked up in a city jail. A hospital spokesman told the Post that the lawsuit was without merit. The mix-up began July 15th when Freddie Clarence Williams was admitted to the hospital unconscious with brain damage following a drug overdose. The hospital looked in its records and saw that a Frederick Williams had been treated before and called his family, the suit said. But it was the wrong Fred Williams. 
Powell said when she visited the man she thought was her brother, he had a tube in his mouth and a swollen appearance. Okay, so he didn't look the same. Okay, so she just assumed it was part of what he was being treated for. Another sibling arrived and raised doubts about whether some error had been made. She walked up into the room and said, that is not my brother, Powell said. But the man's facial features were similar enough that the family decided it couldn't be a mistake. This guy's a woman. One of Frederick Williams' two teenage daughters came from Virginia to say goodbye. She was hysterical, Powell recalls. She was holding his hand, kissing him, crying. Oh, my God. So Powell authorized doctors to withdraw the life support on July 29th. The city's medical examiner discovered the erroneous identification on August 16th. She said, I nearly fainted because I killed somebody that I didn't even know. I gave consent. The lawsuit seeks unspecified uh, compensation for severe emotional harm. Now, Powell's lawyer told the Post that neither the medical examiner nor office nor the hospital would tell him anything about the man who died. Public records show that there are many people with variations of the name Fred Williams living in New York City. Powell said that she has since gone to see her brother at a court appearance and phoned him in jail. When she explained that she had unknowingly given approval to turn off life support, he was saying, you were going to kill me? (laughs) And she said, I had to explain to him that once you're brain dead, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. But the, the lingering question is, did any family come forward for the guy she put down? Apparently not. Williams told the Post that he wasn't mad at his sister, uh, but he was upset at the hospital. So isn't oh that my, wild? It's an incredible story. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then we'll do one more to wrap it up. Uh, the owner of a North Jersey barbershop was accused of performing unlicensed laser surgery on a woman in a procedure that authorities say left her badly injured. You shouldn't know how to use a laser. Young Juan Choi was arrested on charges of aggravated assault and unlicensed practice of medicine and surgery. Choi, who who owns uh, Shill La Barbershop in Palisades Park, allegedly conducted the botched laser treatment on the victim's face. The surgery caused significant bodily injury, including scars, which were visible on the victim's face and chin. Prosecutor's office said in a statement, investigators found the 72-year-old was not a doctor and not licensed to provide the treatment as a barber. Uh, the prosecutor's, How hard can it be? The prosecutor's office said that the investigation was continuing and asked anyone else who possibly suffered from similar treatments to call the police. I suppose you're going to cancel your colonoscopy. Wow. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. So we'll be back in just a moment. We need your blood. It's time to roll up your sleeve for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, Saturday, June 15th. Last year was the second largest blood drive in the nation, and with your help, it'll be number one this year. So we're headed to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks for this year's drive with kids' activities from Aim High Studio and Paint a Treasure Ceramics, plus Rita's Water Ice and Alex's Lemonade Stand. The Red Cross is always in need, especially leading into the summer months, so make an appointment now at WMMR.com. All donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt and this year's pint glass from Window Nation. Hundreds of donors will be randomly selected for free tickets to one of these concerts at the BB&T Pavilion, the Smashing Pumpkins, and Noel Gallagher on August 8th. Or Alice Cooper and Hailstorm on August 16th. Tickets for these shows are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Our 14th annual Isley for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. From the American Red Cross Penn Jersey Blood Services region. And 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Steve, what do you have for us this morning? Well, Lindsey Buckingham taking his former bandmates in Fleetwood Mac to court after they dumped him from their upcoming tour. Buckingham says that he hopes that suing the band for $15 million 
will make them realize just how much they love him. <laughs> hey! Bethany Frankel is writing a tell-all book about the Real Housewives of New York City in which she reveals the cast to be a bunch of spoiled, self-centered sluts. Frankel says the book reveals secrets you could only know just by assuming. Yeah. Hey! And finally... <laughs> Rumors are flying that Tom Cruise and Cher are dating again more than 30 years after having a brief affair. Cruise reportedly became nostalgically romantic for the legendary singer after opening up a Ziploc bag of spoiled ham. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Cher. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. I saw this story. Actually, Steve passed it along to me. Very, very interesting. Uh, And it has to do with uh, Disney, the happiest place on earth. Um, Apparently, this has been... On the rounds of Disney fan blogs for quite a while, it's a story that's been things a, a bit of urban legend, but the story is that people regularly scatter the ashes of loved ones at Disneyland and Disney World. Oh, jeez. And today, the Wall Street Journal has confirmed the urban legend. It is indeed true, and it happens on a monthly basis. Like, like without c- their permission? Without their permission. Yeah. So Disney employees have apparently a special code to report when this happens. They have to clean it up. They do. Oh, it, wow, it, to me, really? it, I don't know what the story is or if it presents medical concerns, but after a while, I think it would. Uh, it's called the uh, the special code they use is HEPA cleanup, H-E-P-A, and I don't know what that stands for. Hep me. Uh, human, some of the other, maybe, but um, it refers to a... Oh, here you go. Here's what it says. It's If you're a vacuum enthusiast, because it refers... To a special kind of filter, you need to suck up very fine particles like oh, human yeah. ashes. Yes, because I have this. I have uh, air filters in my house. You know those those yeah, uh, HEPA the, filters. HEPA filters, and yeah. they're, they're, okay. I, I don't know why I didn't put two and two together there. Uh, for its recent report, the journal talked to custodians of the park who have taken part in cleaning up human remains, as well as at least three families who have spread them. And uh, I'll run this quote from the article. Please, in a second yeah. Case. Go now, ahead. Do you guys remember, like a decade ago or so, some guy ran onto the field at uh, Lincoln yeah. Financial Field during an Eagles game, and you just see this like powder, you know, coming out of his hands. Nobody knew what that was. Yeah. And obviously, you know, people are you know were rice, rice, sure, yeah. anthrax or something like that. Yeah. No, it was his dad's remains, okay. and they actually ended up. I think the Eagles. When they found all that out, ended up like not pressing charges or anything like that. But it was the he, wish of the, the 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 dad or whatever the story was. But so so that's the the similar and the, the longstanding what people thought to be an urban legend was that this happened consistently, as you just said. Wall Street Journal's confirmed this happens a lot. I wonder if you had a place like a stadium or something like that, where obviously there are lifelong fans, yeah, where you could have like a designated scatter your ashes here. Zone. It might not be a bad idea for 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 a place like that, Preston. I would think that people, though, more likely like this guy would actually want it on the field. Sure, you know. But all right. But okay, so you would want it on the field. So obviously, you don't do it during a game or whatever. But if you could, you know, reserve a time to to come out there and, and do that. And and here's the deal: like a memorialized sort of, you know. So you spread ashes nice. out with with bone fragment and stuff like that. If someone's, you know. And that happens enough, it's going to start to kill off the grass and stuff. I don't know how frequently, yeah. you know, th- something like that would happen. But if you if you allowed it to happen, I think it would be problematic. So in, in this situation, they'll, like, take the ashes and pour it into, a like, a little garden setup or, mm-hmm. like, a little flower bed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's happening, you know, within the park proper. So here's, uh, this is from the article. It says, current and former custodians at Disney parks say uh, identifying and vacuuming up human ashes is a... 
signature and secret part of working at the happiest place on earth. It is grisly work for them, but a cathartic release for the bereaved who say that uh, treating Disney parks as a final resting place is the ultimate tribute to ardent fans. Um, the journal, that's me gurgling, by the way. <laughs> I thought you were getting emotional. Uh, the journal uh, report continues with more specific details. It says human ashes have been spread in flower beds on bushes and on Magic Kingdom lawns, outside the park gates, and during fireworks displays on Pirates of the Caribbean and in the moat underneath the flying elephants of the Dumbo ride. Most most frequently of all, according to custodians and park workers, uh, they've been dispersed throughout the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion is the number one location, Preston. Yeah. The Haunted Mansion probably has so much human ashes in it that it's not even funny, said one Disneyland custodian. It's not even funny. Uh, one can only wonder if the hope of being laid to rest in the Haunted Mansion is it will turn them into a ghost so that they can live at a Disneyland forever. However, the truth of the matter is more somber. Some people agree to spread their loved ones' ashes at Disney parks so they can feel like they're enjoying the place with them one more time. Wow. Um, Apparently, sneaking human remains into a Disney park isn't all that hard. Families who have done it told the journal that they put the ashes into prescription pill bottles or makeup compacts. A Ziploc bag hidden at the bottom of a purse will also work. Do you know it's very difficult, and a lot of people have said they've had extreme uh, issues with this, is when you bring a full body in to bury it with a shovel. <laughs> yeah. You almost always get flagged. Or well, it takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. Things uh, heavy. Yeah. My, uh, my buddy actually had to spread his uh, aunt's ashes into the Atlantic Ocean. That was a, a wish of hers. And, uh, okay, that's okay. Yeah. It's a big, giant body of water. Whales crap in it. Yeah. If, I if, mean, if, you have a, if you have a place where whales crap, I think everything is up for grabs. Like this place where all these young kids are? Like, I don't know. I know, I know. And it is, if you think about, think of it, Kathy, you're talking about, for many, it's a global destination. Yeah. So you're having people from around the world come. Did they, and I didn't see it in the article, press, but did they give a statistical estimation of how many people uh, per month are dropping off ashes? No, I just said it happens monthly. Okay. Uh, so I don't, I don't know number-wise <laughs> how many there are. Where would you, if you were to pick a spot, you know, I, I, are you going to be cremated? I, I, I want to be cremated. I, I don't want to yeah, eat up any that's, turf. that's our plan. Yeah. Um, and I haven't considered what to do with yeah. remains, to be honest. Do I you want know. any of your children to keep your remains? Not all of them, but some of them? Here's the deal. Over, I don't know. I mean, over time, somebody's going to get tired of hanging on to those, and they're going to want to do something. You know what I mean? Once you're a few generations removed, they have no idea who are you, who you are and who you were and what you meant to people. And so what are you gonna, what's going to happen? We barely have, matter now. It's going to get lost somewhere, so um, well, I don't know. I've held on to my mother's ashes for decades. Where uh, you have them still? I still have them, Where and so they? when my dad, it, they're actually in my closet. I didn't want to have it on, an, you know, you don't want to, like, I'll uh, um, meet the Fockers. We're just going to say with you all those yeah. cats. Oh, God. You yeah. don't want to have all the cats. Forget it. Yeah. You don't knock it off and taking a dump in my mother. Right. Is it a nice urn? No, it's it's in a nice it's like a box a inside box. a box okay. so so uh it, it's there but when my 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 the wishes of my father when he passes that he and she would be uh would be scattered on the water of the uh, Long Island Sound out okay. by Buoy 11B which is an area between Connecticut and um Long Island okay 
That's so cool. Have a definitive place. All right, very I think good. the nice thing about when you're cremated too, uh, for the ashes, that you can um, spread them in more than one location. Yes. So when my grandfather and grandmother were both both passed away, uh, my dad's parents, uh, some of them were sprinkled around their home in Wallingford. Some were sprinkled around their home in the, in our old house in Paoli, and then we took them to where they were born and where they grew up. So like you can take. The, it's a little odd uh, to to divide up the remains like that. I but think that's actually kind of cool. If, was, if you were if you were to 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 just leave whatever yeah. for whatever it means, it's you you're. You're you're in spots you love during life, and and Steve, to your point earlier, like I I my dad asked me to participate in the spreading of the ashes, yeah. which was more than happy to do. I love my grandparents, but I did find it a little odd when uh, taking the ashes out of the urn that there are pieces of bone. And yeah, it, yeah. It's oh, not yeah. Just, like, they don't get everything. It's yeah. not fireplace ash, you know. Yep. yep. I want you guys to do lines of me. Oh, okay. snort? snort? Oh, we need to snort Kathy? Yeah. 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 Wow. Finally, we ass. get some Kathy in <laughs> us. <laughs> We're going to um, snort him off of Marissa's boots, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should do is do it, yeah. do it like off a hooker. Yeah. yeah. But listen, like, legitimately, if you are going to be spreading ashes and, and you need to take a note from um, the Big Lebowski, <laughs> yeah. is make, is, if it's windy that day, don't do it. <laughs> no. Because... Or know where the wind is blowing. Yeah. Because yeah. it may it take them elsewhere. <laughs> that scene is so effing oh, funny. Disgusting. The ashes, oh, and they are, they have it the, gets in her mouth, oh, and her faces, and oh. <laughs> and um, by the way, you know, the, the average, depending on the size of the person, the, like my mother was always, you know, petite, like 110 pounds, 111 pounds. So it's, it's not a lot. Right. You know, so, so, but in, you know, I, I assume some, say if you're dealing with someone who's, you know, a, a, a deuce 50 or whatever, you've, <laughs> that's a lot of ashes. Hey, can you, um, can you actually cut body parts off and burn them separately so you know? I think that's what they do. Most families request that they chop them up and burn them in so separate you, pieces. So you know what body part you're getting. You know, it's like you know, getting a piece of the I birthday wanna, cake. I want a wing. You know, like I want, uh, I wing. want that piece right there. I want his. He used to kick my ass with his right foot. <laughs> So that's the that's the thing that I want. Are you watching Big Lebowski? How Jeff Bridges? Speaking of Bridges, how he does not move when all of Walter's ash, I mean uh, Donnie's ashes end up on him. Oh my God, that's great. Um, so Casey, you would you would want specific? I wonder if you could. Rather, okay. you know, I don't. Know. I get the head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's that probably every every funeral home has a, has a, a chart like it's almost like a beef chart when you go to a butcher, <laughs> which parts you want. We'll take the loin, yeah, please. yeah. I like that cut, um, and then burn it up real good, please. No, they said it's easy to get the the uh, the ashes into the park, uh, and although it says though, uh, if you do get caught, the spreading the the, the remains is is difficult. It's got to be in the right spot, and you got to hope the custodians don't catch you if they do. The park staff simply sucks them up with their special <laughs> HEPA vacuums. Uh, getting caught in the act will also get you kicked out of the park. Also, that's no way. If you know that if if you're going to take a, a pill bottle of ashes and pour it into a garden quickly, it's going to be hard to see that. I don't know how well surveilled the park is in general. Oh, I mean, I'm are sure there eyes? Amazing. I know that they are pretty good. But are, are, there, are they so astute that they could pick up something as... I assume there's a little bit of a ceremony while you're doing that, unless you just chuck, chuck it over your arm. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sure they, you know, an employee's yeah. going to see it, and that's why they have the code word or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Good morning. Howdy. What's up, Brooke? I, uh, I wanted to see, surely you guys remember when Tim McGraw came out to throw the first pitch in one of the World Series games, and yeah. he kind of sneaked that bag out of his back pocket yeah. and scattered Tug's ashes on the mound there? Yeah, that's correct. 
Yeah, I haven't heard anybody talk about that. I want to throw that out. Yeah, there. I, I yeah. think I think that's appropriate. You yeah. know, and do I'm, we I'm, know I'm, if he had permission, I would assume they let him do that. You know what? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I, he did. I, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, they kicked of, him out of the park. He did it. No, he did <sighs> it on the sly, and he did it as a tribute to his dad. And yeah. it was um, he then begged for forgiveness instead of asking for oh, permission. Oh, yeah. okay. And everybody was totally cool with it because yeah. it was Tug. It's yeah. like when they buried Babe Ruth out in the uh, in the outfield during a game. <laughs> during, in the middle, yeah, of, the in game? middle of a game? No, they used to have a memorial out there, didn't they? Yes, they did, yeah. yeah which was, you could run into it if you didn't. <laughs> in, Yankee sta- in the old Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it was yeah not- there was a memorial park, and every now and then a home run would end up in there. <laughs> uh, let me go to uh, Pete. Hi, Pete. Good morning. Snarf, snarf. What's up, Pete? Donnie was a good man. (laughs) (laughs) What was that about Vietnam? (laughs) (laughs) So I used to work at uh, at Fenway Park giving people tours, and you would be amazed how many people think it's just okay to take a whole bag of ashes and dump it wherever they want. Wow. If no, in a whole, when, when you're walking around with an entire crowd of people, they would just kind of lean over and dump a pile onto the warning track. Okay. Wow. It, was, it was always really awkward because you, it's like, what, what do you say to them? You yeah. Know? <laughs> you can't, can't yell at them. Um, so yeah. we always had to just kind of like pretend we didn't notice it and wait till they were out of the park and go back and have someone clean it up. Clean it up. So they would, they'd vacuum it up. Yeah, um, you know, it depended on where it was. If it was on the Green Monster, it would usually just kind of blow off onto Lansdowne Street. Yep. Um, but if it was on the warning track, yeah, the, the grounds crew had to go and, and, and suck it up or, or blend it into the uh, the dirt there. Pete, I don't know if you were watching the game last night, but they spent a lot of time actually inside the Monster, which you can also tour. So there were these, um, uh, you can go in and sign your name. Did uh, people ever try to uh, spread their ashes inside the wall of the Green Monster? They did not, but it's funny that you were saying that because when I was watching last night, they showed one spot where uh, even though Tom Petty never played at Fenway, the inside of the wall, it says, it's good to be king, Tom Petty, in huge letters. Oh, that's huh. cool. But he signed. Yeah. Yeah, I signed right next to it. It's awesome. Oh, they actually, they, the family requested that it be chopped up and they burned his head. And <laughs> 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 they exactly took advantage of the, uh, next yeah. to, uh, Ted Williams. They did, right. Yeah, they did the annuity. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Speaking of that, Steve, you sent me a um, an article and I and I skimmed through it about uh, cryogenics and and uh, bodies, yes. bodies that have been frozen cryogenically. It raises a good question, doesn't it, Preston? That it's pretty much a waste of it's time. It's a waste of time. Yeah, that they that the cryogenic uh, freezing process actually does detrimental damage to the tissue. It irrevocably damages. Yes. Yeah, and you just can't do it. But. I guess when they started doing things like that, they didn't know. They're like, let's just freeze it, and maybe in the future they'll be able to figure out. I mean, you freeze steaks. Yeah, but they said that the freezing part of it is what does the most damage to it. Right. Even under the most optimum conditions, which would be like immediately at the moment of death, get them frozen. And it and it does uh, damage it. And what and they, what, what do you need rev- some kind of nanotechnology eventually to rebuild every single cell, and that <laughs> that technology will probably never ever ever let it go come into existence. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. and then ultimately, ultimately, <laughs> what is brought back to life? Yeah, exactly. like pet cemetery. Yeah. Uh, let me go to. Hang on a second. I'm going to go to <laughs> Jeff. Hi, Jeff. A. Good morning, sir. You guys, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Jeff? Yo, dude, do you remember a few years back where they had a tribute to uh, Terry Gilliam with Monty Python? Yeah. You remember that one? I, I, all- I don't. What did What did they do? Uh, 
they were all sitting around there on sofas and stuff, and they had his ashes sitting in an urn on the coffee table, and they knocked it over. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a joke. It was a show at um at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was all the surviving members of Monty Python talking about. Him. Yeah, and they just I think it was Cleese, right? Yeah. He, like went to go across nice. his legs and, and then knocked it off. Yeah, kicked the, uh, the urn over. But the but the meet the parents. He yeah. knocks it off the, the mantle. It falls on the floor. The, the cat, cat comes over and pisses in it. Oh Jinx, just Jinxy. Hilarious. And it happens immediately. I just love that. Uh, what? How did he knock it off? Uh, he was, the cork in the, oh, um, the, champagne. In the champagne, which he oh. bought at Oyster Bay's finest uh, sundries. That's right. Uh, <laughs> let me go to, we got a, a bunch of good ones here. Or I'll go to uh, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Hello, Rock Guys. How are you today? <laughs> We're great. What's up, man? Hey, I was uh, involved in a mummer's parade years back, and one of the guys in the band, his father passed away. And they stuck his ashes in the confetti gun. And when I was doing a performance on the platform, if you watch on TV, they shoot the they shoot the confetti gun, and you see the ashes going all over me. Oh, oh that's man. gross, man! Wow, wow. We yeah, was, we had a similar situation, Jeff. Where we had case. Were you out there thanks. when it happened with me? Yeah. Oh, yeah so. oh no, no. I I um. Uh, I think I might have been running the board. In the was studio. it you, President? I wasn't alone. I was out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we, we, we uh, somebody's ashes were put in a wood chipper. It was part of a contest. Is that World Series tickets? World Series tickets, it might have been. And yeah, it, it, it was, it, um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what we called it, but you had to flip a coin. Right. And uh, it might have been flip for the birds, actually. Yeah, might have been. It might have been and for we, uh, eagles. Uh, eagles. We threw. It was in the back parking lot here, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and I was. Yes, it was. And we threw stuff into a shredder. Yep. And uh, including a, a wood human chipper. remains. And, <laughs> and human remains. Right. Yeah. yeah the ashes of, of summer. Relatives remains. Now we did another time where they had to flush them down the toilet. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was that. That was a, a, a little less. Um, that was back at Y one hundred. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they had to throw <laughs> in the toilet. But yeah, sure enough, man, that just. All this ash came out of the other end of the, uh, the wood chipper. Why did we think that was going to work any other way than it did? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no way. What? Okay. Let me go to Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Stacy? Okay. So my husband's grandmother passed away, and Grandpa decided it would be a really good idea to put all of Grandmom's ashes in the in little ceramic containers. Um, they were all shaped like an animal, and they had like a gold band around them. Okay. And he wanted to hand them out to everybody in the family, and we were all like, "No, you just keep her. We don't. That's just weird." Um, so eventually, he dies. We have to clean out the house, and um, we were putting things that we wanted in one place, and you know. Sorting. So my niece is over there playing. She was about one and a half at the time, and she got a hold of one of these little ceramic things and started eating ashes. We're all like, what is she doing? What is she doing? So my brother-in-law went over, and he's like, what is she eating? And start, oh he started eating them, and he's like, it tastes like seashells. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it tastes like gum gum. <laughs> My sister-in-law walks in the room and has a complete meltdown, screaming, she's eating grandma. Oh, my God. But believe it or not, we called poison control. They said it happens more than you'd ever think. No and it was not a problem. Kidding. They were oh. like, no, no, no problem at all. Don't Why do I think that would be an issue? Yeah. Wow. Horrified for life. All right. Well, thank you, Stacey. Well, I guess everything that's, uh, you know, bad for you is burned out of it. 
Yeah, you know, right. I mean, so it's as far complete. as diseases and things like that, go. Right? Wow, man. Now she has a piece of grandma with her forever. Well, you had the story recently about the girl who who baked ashes into a uh, into cookies yeah, and yeah. took them took them to school. school right? Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, one last call because Dan has been on hold for like fifteen minutes. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Hello. Yeah, Dan, you're on the air. in conjunction with the track? Did they know what you were doing, or was this a day where they allowed people to bring their cars out? Let's put it like this. A week before we actually did it, they told me, no freaking way. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do that. And, of course, I was pretty bummed out about it. And then all of a sudden, I get this mystery call about four days later, and no names, but he said, be here on Sunday morning at 7 o'clock a.m., and we will make your wish come true. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's Every every uh, every race he has cars driving over him constantly. Hey, was it emotional for you, Dan? Oh, like a baby. Okay. Wow, okay. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you got yeah. to you got to do something special like that. Thanks, man. Freaking awesome. I love yeah. you guys. Thank well, you, man. He didn't well, have guess, to eat his grandmother. Listen, for some people, that's uh, that's Disney. You know, some people absolutely love that place. And yeah, I don't have a place there. like that in my life. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. What about that hot dog place you used to like? Oh, oh. the last day, dude. I just drove past it yesterday. <laughs> there you it's go. It's just an open field. So just put a, there you go. It's perfect. There yeah. I mean, whatever they tore it down for, it ne- it's not. It's nothing. It's just grass. The grass looks good, though. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, but it's it's, yeah. it's perfect as present. You know, you can you don't have to worry about violating any rules. You just pour it in the grass. Yeah, I can't think of anything either case. But no, and I wouldn't. You know, I listen. I love the last end, but I I, that, I wouldn't want that to be my lasting <laughs> legacy. <laughs> How about the Pat's Pat's Chili? Yeah, absolutely, Pat's Chili Dog. Yeah, that's right. a that's a wee guy buy gold place. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said wee guy bold. <laughs> Uh, we if got, you're looking we to guy, guy bold, there's only one place. It's really Delco. It's beautiful at sunset, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the best guy I've ever doled. Keep in mind, if you're going to do it at uh, at Disney, they're going they're just going to suck it up with their vacuum cleaner. So and then it, piss on it. It happens. I don't know about that part, but it's it happens. They do that regularly. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks.